is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features, they're free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it is Ian. And Mark. And we've got some special guests uh, in the studio. In fact, a whole bunch of special guests in the studio tonight, which is particularly unusual. This evening, uh, joining us again, uh, Pete and Adam are here from formerly Motorhome Diaries, now libertyontour.com, and fresh out of jail, as a matter of fact. We're going to be talking to them here about what transpired. Then later on from CD, uh, cdevolution.org, the uh, executive director, Jason Talley, who also is formerly of uh, Motorhome Diaries. It's like a an MHD reunion night here on Free Talk Live. You just took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say the exact same thing. So they're all here at our Keen studio, and uh, Adam and Peter, we're going to start out with them. Now, Mark... Um, we only have three mics in the in right. um, here in the studio, so I'm gonna I'm gonna step away. I just uh, you know I'm gonna turn the microphone over, so it'll be easier rather than two guys trying to um, share. Yeah, one it's mic. tough sharing a mic. Yeah, it, it is. So uh, my poignant and, uh, and and delving questions will have to be held off until a little later. Okay, very good. Uh, thank you, Mark, for that. I appreciate it. Uh, well, what happened just a couple days ago was that an, a couple of the activists from here in the New Hampshire, Keene, New Hampshire area, as you know, if you've listened to the show before, uh, Mark and myself and all of us actually here have moved to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Uh, we've, we've come here in order to get active for, uh, to, to achieve liberty in our lifetimes, and th- that's what's happening. And in that process, there inevitably are going to be people who end up getting arrested for doing things like civil disobedience and non-cooperation. In the case of the initial arrests that we're going to talk about, uh, Rich Paul and Capuzo and another, I guess, young lady Jackie. from the Keene area, Jackie, uh, they were arrested not doing civil disobedience, not doing uh, non-cooperation, just per- by chance. Uh, they were traveling through Massachusetts, and the allegations are there was some gun, or at least a gun, and some drugs uh, involved with the, the, the car, and so they got popped as they were traveling through what is essentially enemy territory. It's a very dangerous place down there. It's, it's a police state. Uh, it's a scary, scary place, as uh, the guys are going to tell us about here in, in a few moments. So those guys got popped, and some folks put together some money to bail them out. And some activists don't want to be bailed out, so you, you kind of have to tread carefully when you're going to go and, and bail somebody out, because sometimes that's just not what's what's desired. But in this case, you guys had stepped up to uh, to travel down to Massachusetts. Greenfield is, I believe, the uh, the place yes, that's correct. this transpired. And so you hopped in, Marv, your uh, mobile uh, authority, authority resistance, authority resistance vehicle. vehicle, and you went down there. Uh, you arrived there yesterday sometime. And you went to go bail them out. You figured it was going to be easy. I mean, you had the cash. You were going to go in. You were going to turn over the cash. Exactly. We had to go through uh, Port 411. Uh, Rich had left some messages, and it sounded like he was wanting to be bailed out. Like you said, it's kind of touchy with some people. So Pete and I were looking for someone on the ground and said, you know, the mobile authority resistant vehicle can make it, and we headed on down there. Yeah, so we left from Manchester, and on the way down, before we left, we... uh we coordinate with Allison Gibbs, who was kind of our porn person last year uh, when we were active with Motorhome Diaries, you know, uh, getting the money to, to help bail us out. So she, she again stepped up and uh, she, she kind of allowed for um, <clears throat> the Ladies of Liberty Alliance PayPal account to be to go to a place where people donate money. So we got down there. We, um, we showed up. We made sure we, we had the bail amount correct because there were conflicting reports. It was Rich's bail 2500 or 500 mm-hmm. We learned it was 500 so we went... Walked a couple blocks away to a grocery store, took out some money, and um, 
I guess. Well, yeah, well, something happened up. before yeah, that, yeah, right? Back up. Sure, sure, yeah. Like before that, I mean, we we rolled down there. We parked a couple blocks away. Uh, you know, big uh, golden black RV uh, is noticeable. So you know, we just want to get in here, get our friend, and and get back. That that's the goal. But um, being you know pro advocates for filming public officials, uh, we decided to roll into the jail uh, with our protection, essentially our cameras, as they hold everybody accountable, including ourselves. And that seemed to be a problem when we got into jail. Yeah, they, they, uh, they're they probably not used to dealing with that sort of thing. I mean, around here in, in Keene, it's like no big deal for these bureaucrats here. They're used to it. They understand that's what goes on. But this was really, I mean, this was pretty much the first appearance of uh, liberty activists from New Hampshire in Greenfield, Massachusetts. So they didn't know what to to, to think. And so they, res- they responded with their kind of trained response. And that is, well, you're doing something we don't like, so we're going we're gonna to make you stop. Right. So, yeah, we walked in the Franklin County Jail and uh, we looked around. There was... There were, it was posted that you couldn't use a cell phone, but we didn't see anything about video cameras, so we were just walking in, filming just each other and folks that work for the state. And uh, initially, the guy behind the desk was like, hey, you guys, maybe you should turn that off. And then uh, we ended up, uh, a supervisor walked by and we asked him, and he said, oh, you guys just want to bail him out? Like, sure, no problem. Like, you know, go ahead and count their money, check his ID, and let's get him bailed out. So then that's when we left to go across the street uh, to get some money and... Uh, we and were, you were actually told beforehand that you could record. You managed to find sure. a bureaucrat before you left. They told you you could record this. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we had a conversation or a conversation with about four, three or four guards, and um, back and forth. And we tro- told them about how we want to be, you know, hold people accountable. And these cameras are in our control because they kept referring to the fact that they have cameras. And that was also my point: is uh, they were expressing concern for the folks who aren't. Um, uh, working for the jail and their privacy and i said well, you know you have cameras everywhere so what's the difference of mine and mine are only pointed at you anyways my intention isn't to film other people it's to uh for my safety first and the, the accountability second so we went over it a couple times uh, on that conversation on back and forth we seemed to have made good points with them or things that they understood and eventually yeah they said go ahead film get your money uh, count it and get your buddy and just go uh, essentially, and so that's when we left to get. Uh, we needed a photo ID and and some more money, and we went to the uh, local gas sta- or uh, grocery store up the street, which was on the way to where uh, the RV was parked. And while going back to that grocery store, we encountered a uh, city cop who then uh, joined into the fun, I guess. Right. Yeah. So he pulled up. You know, like drove aggressively through the parking lot, pulled up at a diagonal, and like parked right behind us. And he popped out of his car, and he's like, "Hey, are you guys filming?" and and uh, or he asked if we were going back to the jail, and we said, "Yeah, we're going back to the jail." And he said, "Are you guys filming?" Uh, he said, "Because if you're audio recording, you know that's against the law or whatever." And and I said, "Are we under?" Uh, or we I said, detained. "Are we being detained? Can, are we free to go?" And we just and he said, "I said he never answered his question." Yeah, exactly. So then I said, "Yeah, we're we being detained." He said, "No," and I said, "All right, we're going to be free to go." So we walked away a couple blocks, went back to the jail. By the time we got there, what uh, do you before, before you go on? What do you think the point of that was? Like, why did they send that cop out there to just? pull up like that and ask you that i mean what was the, the well but me personally i think intimidation of course sure, yeah. i mean um obviously the the man's buddies over at the jail who aren't actually cops either but they had called him and uh sent him over to i don't know investigate i don't know if it was they were you know this is suspicious people with cameras you know as you said this is in new hampshire where they're you know accustomed to these things and it, i don't know exactly but it's probably the first time someone has brought a camera into that jail it's probably the first time two people have mm-hmm. uh doing it together and you know pete and i seem to have a pretty good system down on how we spread out and see, seem to uh capture all angles so we can't get cornered but um yeah so that, that's probably why it was this, just a little more sniffing and intimidation right right so then we walked back into the jail and the uh, the guy behind the counter who we first interacted with he said 
Uh, we, we approached him with the money. He said, hey, you guys have to film, turn off the cameras. And we said, hey, we, you know, 10, 10, 15 minutes ago, we were told that we could film in here. And he's like, well, now they're saying you can't film. And so we went back and forth a little bit more. <laughs> and the, the money's on the table at this right. point. I we, counted it he out He let twice. us count it out. Yeah, exactly. Right in front of him. And I had the driver's license. Everything was good to go. And his colleague, you know, like to, to reiterate, had just stated earlier, just bring that stuff and, and we'll get him out of here. So that's what we brought. And then all of a sudden, the uh, the rules changed, uh, mm-hmm. and they they told us uh, we either we got to go outside and let's have this conversation outside. So we uh, we walked right outside the lobby on the sidewalk. Right, but the, that officer just interject for a moment. Sure. The the officer that had cornered us in the parking lot has now come in to the jail as well. Um, he had left, and we didn't see him on our walk. But now he's you know they must have called him and told him well they're in the lobby now. Mm-hmm. So he's come in to interfere because the guards themselves couldn't actually arrest us. So they needed this man. With a gun in now, order to do the it. The man with the gun was his. Was this the 120 guy you were this talking about? This is 120. Yes. yes, my new new dear friend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 120. We'll have to get the address out there for the uh, Greenfield Police Department. And if you guys want to write some letters of support to uh, 120 and maybe pr- provide some voluntarious literature, I think he needs it. Well, Actually, the thing is, you need to find out what his name is, right? Because when you asked him his name, all he told you was. 120. Yes, yeah, and they didn't wear uh, name tags. Uh, he actually had one in the spot where they normally do, but it said merit, and I'm assuming it's some sort of praise for something brave he's mm, done. Yeah, real hero. Right. All right, well, we'll come back here and talk about what uh, transpired, because you guys ended up in a jail cell throughout the night, and it was a cold jail cell, and the conditions uh, that, in which they kept you were pretty inhumane. So we'll, uh, we'll touch on that and take your calls as well. If you've got a question for the guys from Liberty on Tour, they are here with us. Adam and Pete. Also, uh, Jason Talley is going to be with us here in a little bit from cdevolution.org. 800-259-9231. We'll still make time for your calls. This is Free Talk Live. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com this is free talk live you are invited to take control of the airwaves dial in toll free at 800-259-9231 that's the SACL cai toll free line 1-800-259-9231 join us on our website at freetalklive.com all the features are free we've got our webcam there there are a cha- there's a chat room actually attached to the webcam so you can watch listen and interact with other listeners all at the same time, go to cam.freetalklive.com and enjoy that for free. Again, cam.freetalklive.com. The webcam is brought to you by memorydealers.com. They offer the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zenpacks, and X2s that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. In stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery, MemoryDealers.com. We've got Pete and Adam with us here uh, tonight from formerly of Motorhome Diaries, now of LibertyOnTour.com. They're, uh, we're, we're preparing to kick off their their tour here at the end of August, and we're not sure how... Beginning. Uh, excuse me, the beginning of August, uh, so about a month out. 
But we're not sure how this new uh, aggression on the part of the Massachusetts bureaucrats locking them in a prison cell, charging them with felonies. Uh, We'll get to all those details in a little bit, how that's going to affect Liberty on Tour. Time will tell. But we're going to continue their story. They uh, In just a moment, I want to go to the phones here, though, and get uh, somebody who's been waiting patiently a chance to uh, to get on the air. And you guys are always welcome to just join into the conversation. Let's talk to Mark in Indiana. Mark, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Pete, and Adam. Hey, what's going on, Ian? Hey, Mark. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, I, I, kind of a category. I was wondering if you guys can touch. Um, I've never heard anyone in the um, you know libertarian uh, circles talking about this topic. Have you guys ever, um, you know, the phrase uh, "watching the washers," right? Absolutely. Okay. Um, I thought of something new. I don't know if this could be possible or probable at all, but something kind of new to do that comes right in between. I guess I'd say civil disobedience and the actual violent revolution. What do you think about instead of watching the watchers? How about arrest the arresters? Ooh, that that's a that's like playing with fire. Um, I mean, it's yeah, just... but they're asking for. I, I can't count. I can't. I'm, I've stopped counting how many videos I'm seeing of the police state. This is so far out of control. I don't know what to say. Jeez. How do you do that though? How do you arrest the cops? Well, hey, you'd, I, I think you'd have to do it like an area like up there near Keene, where you got a lot of. Well, essentially, it's, it's force. If you're using force on them, and then you know they're telling you we're going to arrest you, you're going to be like. You know, in a few minutes, we're going to tell our friends, we're going to arrest you. We're going to go down to the police station and arrest you guys. Yeah, Mark, you're, that's a good question. And you're, it, it reminded me of an interview that uh, Jason Adam and I did last year with Brad Spangler when we are on the road with Motorhome Diaries. So if you're on a computer and you want to go to YouTube.com slash Motorhome Diaries, just search for Brad Spangler because he has a line in there. He Essentially, he's an agorist and he advocates, you know, that, that folks create competing institutions that over time... Uh, even folk, people that don't self-describe as libertarian will find it in their interest to cater to to go to those businesses rather than ones that jump through the occupational licensing that the state requires because they're cheaper and it's in their incentive to save money. So over time, these businesses are going to grow. The state's going to collapse, and he says there'll come a time, you know, when these businesses are arresting, you know, the the state actors that are violating our rights. And another thing I would recommend that uh, isn't uh, as violent, <laughs> but uh, coplock.org, uh, something that Pete and I are involved in, is something we are essentially doing. Uh, yesterday um, is a good way to get a police accountability using a, a base of support and, uh, again, also showing and trying to educate people with tactics. And we hope to have our video up at, at some point in the future of what happened to us yesterday. So that would be a good reference as well. I, I, well you know, my first response to this is to balk a little bit. I mean, it seems a little fantastic at this point. I mean, it seems like a nice idea, like, okay, these guys are aggressing, so therefore they should be arrested. Okay, that makes sense logically, but... But what do you do with them when you arrest them? And that is essentially, I mean, it's not really, it's not really aggression because you're responding to their aggression, but it's going to be seen as aggression. So you've got a public relations problem on your hands there as well. And in it's, sense, that could it's tricky. Well, that could just well, be the would, same thing. I, you I, have. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say you'd have to worry about that. It's blatant and open tyranny. If you're not doing something to harm someone else or their property. The police shouldn't deal with you whatsoever. Well, it's it's blatant and open tyranny to us, but to a lot of other people that are watching, the police can do no wrong. So it well, really just then, depends then, on who you ask. Then too bad on them. Then so what? Then let, well, let them go. Let that's the police a, do whatever that's a fine. Well, that's a fine pers- perspective to take, but until we actually have enough people to influence the average folks to understand that what they're looking at is a police state. I can't speak for the average person. I don't know what they think. I don't know how many of them believe this is a police state or how many of them are concerned about it becoming a police state or where people think. I'm sure there's a whole spectrum of folks out there. Some of them get it, and I'm sure a lot of them don't quite get it. So I think that what you're talking about is kind of the advanced stuff that Brad Spangler was referring to. Like, you know, first we need to probably compete with them on road repair and stuff like that where there's, you know, you don't, you're not really stepping out and, and putting 
having a cop in handcuffs. I- exactly, and that's that's why Pete and I spent the majority of our time while we were in custody yesterday. Um, uh, lecturing or, or giving tidbits of information to cops, you know, uh, saying, you know, no victim, no crime, peaceful people don't need to be put in cages. And, uh, you know, think about your actions. You should be a hell of responsible for these. You know, these are your acts and your responsibility. Um, breaking down that barrier would but also get leaps and bounds. Also, what about being a little bit more creative than just aping essentially what they're doing? Well, they're arresting us. So we're going to arrest them. How about some other things? Like we've had some success here in Keene with the candlelight vigils after a, one particular cop assaulted allegedly another activist behind closed doors. Uh, the activist decided to go to his home and, you know, at six o'clock or seven o'clock in the evening when it was dark out, hold candles out in front of their house. So that brings attention to them. It, it, it shows their neighbors that something's going on. You know, they're going to wonder what's up. Uh, his family is going to uh, to get a clue to what their what their dad or what their husband uh, is doing uh, during their daylight hours. They're going to really get a clue as to what's happening. And that's I think that could be far more powerful. And that's just one example of uh, sort of a level of ostracism, public uh, shaming. Basically, that seems like it could be a little bit more. Uh, right. I don't know. Potentially Peaceful, power, more powerful. I mean, and and a, a better way to uh, counter their violent tendencies. You know, I totally agree. Well, and like I said, I think it has to be in a place like Keene or, you know, a place where you got a lot of liberty activists mobilized, you know, for for freedom and liberty in one area that could uh, work towards that. Absolutely. Hey, Mark, uh, thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 1-800-259-9231. And, and the candlelight vigils were controversial, even amongst the activists. Some people said that it was too much, you know, that you shouldn't bring this home. This is only their job, et cetera, et cetera. But the other said, well, this is their, yeah, their, this is their job, but it needs to be brought home. It, they, it needs to be shown what these people are doing and they need to be, they need to feel bad about what they're doing. They need to realize there are consequences to aggressing against peaceful people. And those consequences don't have have to be a physical backlash they don't have to be taking the cop and putting them in, in handcuffs uh, because i think that uh, ostracism and this kind of thing this candlelight vigils public shaming could be a whole, whole lot more powerful exactly and though i would like to the officer that we referenced to the, in our case yesterday 120 um I, I would love to see him put in a cold freezing jail cell for 12 hours with to no know what blanket. it's like no sure but at the end of the day i don't really think it would really teach him much of anything but make him more angry He'd be pissed, yeah. exactly and I, I would i mean the vigil the the candlelight vigil thing i would love to uh uh partake in some of that outside of his residence because yes it brings it right home to him and like like i was telling him actually yesterday you know when, when uh pete and i were in jail i guess we weren't directly telling him but we were conversing back and forth from ourselves saying you know role-playing essentially me being the cop that's going home after arresting two peaceful people who are just trying to bail their friend out of jail and go on a merry way i guess we can catch this after we'll hear in a moment 800-259-9231 the SACL cai toll free line pete and adam here from LibertyOnTour.com. Make sure you head over to their website and bookmark it. Add it to your uh, reader, your feed reader. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. You can bring up what you want. It is a police state. The question is, do you really want to keep messing around in Massachusetts? That's something else to think about. More coming up. Free Talk Live. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. 
Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll free at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 800 259 9231. Pete likes the uh, the Pantera rejoin there. <laughs> for sure. Uh, all right. So, yeah, you can bring up anything, though. If you've got a question for Pete and Adam here from libertyontour.com, that those calls will be given priority. We're telling their story, and uh, we will continue doing that here in moments about what happened to them yesterday as they were down in Massachusetts attempting to bail out some other activists who'd been arrested. They themselves were arrested and put in jail for a night. We'll talk about how they were treated here in a moment. Uh, What if you found out that the best liberty activists from around the world were moving to the same place in order to achieve liberty in their lifetimes? Would you want to join them? Well, it's happening, and you can be a part of it. I did. Join the Free State Project at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. And you guys did that as well. I did, too. For sure. And you've made the move uh, just as of, what, three weeks? How, how long Maybe has it been About now? a month. About, about a, a month. month. Yeah, I think we're rounding the month anniversary. That's yeah. good. It's good so far. I mean, oh, man. It's great. I'm telling people, here's my pitch. New Hampshire, Keene, uh, it's where it's at. Get up here. I mean, uh, I made the move sooner. I wish I would have made it sooner than sooner. And you're going to say the same thing no matter when you move. So Fight it now and get up here. Well, I know that uh, Jason Talley is going to join us later from CDEvolution.org, uh, your former Motorhome Diaries uh, cohort. And uh, I know he's pushing real hard for Grafton. Uh, there's, uh, they're going to be launching a new website this weekend, which I'm, I'm pretty excited about because I've been talking for a long time about how freekeen.com, which is the site that I launched a few years ago, this multi-user blog that kind of gives people of a liberty mindset with different opinions, the ability to get those opinions and videos and stuff like that out. Uh, and I've been saying for years, well, how come there isn't a freemanch.com? Why, why isn't there something else? I mean, we've proven the concept that uh, freekeen.com, it's popular. People go there. It's, you know, we got like 3,000 visits a month just from Keen alone to, to that website. Uh, and nobody did. I mean, I've, I've been just kind of cajoling and, and gently persuading. And Isn't there works for one, though, in the uh, Grafton area? Coming there up is soon. this a Sunday in yeah. Grafton. They're going to do free Grafton. So I think that's great news. They're having a launch party this weekend and everything. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Maybe Jason will tell us more about that later. But uh, we've got people that want to talk to you guys, but I want to get a, a little more of the story out before we go on with the calls. Sure, sure. Uh, so just to, to bring our listeners up to speed here, uh, you went down to Massachusetts to bail some activists out. In that process, you go into the jail, you've got video cameras. This is something you typically do. You bring cameras wherever you guys go. You document. You're part of copblock.org, and so this is just your thing. Except Massachusetts, they're not so used to this whole activists showing up with cameras thing, and so immediately they did what most government bureaucrats would do and demand that you turn the cameras off, to which you refused then uh, things got a little bit more interesting. Sure. And when we refused, they then gave in to a little bit. And uh, I believe the spot where we left off was where uh, the second encounter when the officer had came back. And, or the, the nameless the, officer, Officer yes, 120. So the, actual, the only actual officer there out of the four, or, uh, four guys, besides Pete and myself, and uh, he came back and then, you know, persuaded yeah, us if to If I could just outside. clarify quick, we sure. were at the Franklin County Jail to try to get uh, our friends out of, out of jail and... The uh, officer at 120 we're talking about is from the Greenville Police Department. Yeah, exactly. Or Greenfield Police Department. Sorry. Yeah. And so he, he basically says, hey, these guys want you to leave. And we say, hey, man, 15 minutes ago, the, they're all, the other guy in a white shirt that was here before with these magical powers said, hey, 
take their money, count it, and get them and their friends out of here. So at this point, it's become an issue of, look how arbitrary this is. I mean, mm-hmm. a, a one person, and we're not harming anybody. That's what we kept saying. He said, we just want to document and do this for our safety. It's you know accountability and safety for us. And uh, we, do, we do it all the time, as you mentioned. And it's not a big deal. They kept saying, well, then if it's not a big deal, turn it off. And we're like, if it's, you know, we went back and forth on the, well, if it's not a big deal, just let us bail our friends out and go. And uh, I mean, which, you know, obviously they decided at one point they had to use force. So when they got us outside, yeah, and before that, you know, we we try to underscore this double standard. Like, hey, you guys have cameras everywhere. You guys are filming us, and you know, you supposedly you work for us. You, you get paid your salary is paid for by people who live in this area, and you know, they they wouldn't have any of it. So, right. So then, essentially, uh, they, they came, when we as soon as we got outside, which might have been the uh, the one misstep that Pete and I made because we got further to the the line that they wanted to push us to uh, off their property, mm-hmm. but um, it also like took us away from their other cameras and, and public people, the other people in the uh, lobby, and it basically became an ultimatum: shut the cameras off, leave the party, or leave the property, shut the cameras off, or be arrested. And at this point, I mean, fifteen minutes ago, we were told we could do what we we came to do, right? And uh, we, we kind of were mulling the decision, uh, essentially, probably never going to turn off the camera cameras and it was it was a rest time and they i immediately went limp as well as uh Pete. you did wow yeah they they dragged uh they f- i had i had two cameras i one around my neck uh, on a chain and then one in my hand and i was also trying to make a phone call at the time because uh you know when you go to mess with bureaucrats uh, your your uh chance of incurring violence is is increased as opposed to anywhere else mm-hmm, with sure. uh, folks so uh we made a, a say hey it's you know 645 or whatever it was we'll give you a call and if we don't something's wrong so I noticed during this conversation outside that, oh, it's getting close to call time. So I call, and the officer kept interrupting me. And uh, during that time, I, you know, I'm on the phone, I'm trying to record, and I have a, a thing on my, I'm, uh, around my neck. So, yeah, they That's took- why I've got Pork 411 on speed dial. I just press one button on my phone, hold it down for like a second, and I got Pork 411, which allows, uh, for our listeners that don't know, it allows the activist to call a phone number and then leave a message, and that number is, or that message rather, is distributed to hundreds of recipients. Exactly. Yeah, I just got Keen 411 down. So, yeah, I think we need to get like a queue added to like our list that is like our tech guy and just like hooks up hooks us up and teaches us stuff <laughs> yeah, there's a few the more latest, things newest, yeah. right, the latest and greatest yeah so uh so then at that point you're dragged into uh you're, you're you've been taken by the the police they arrest you yeah they forcibly take my cell phone camera they remove the uh, necklace which is the uh one that taryn lupo awarded us uh at pork fest for uh, when Jason, Pete, and I were arrested in Mississippi, so a little irony there. But uh, they take that, and um, yeah, I'm limp, so they drag me to the car and literally throw me in. So they actually arrested you at the jail and then took you to the police department. Correct. Yeah. Now, they, was there something that transpired between uh, you know the on the ride there to the police department? Anything well, it happened? wasn't that far. It was just a couple miles, maybe at mm-hmm. the most. And uh, we we both were in separate vehicles. I think like two or three guys were ca- carried Adam in his car, and two or th- three guys carried. Meet at my car, and you know, and they were. We we just kept reiterating, like, "Hey, look, we're peaceful people. We're not violent, but we're not going to help you guys. Like, we're not going to make your jobs easier to bring us to a cage. We didn't hurt anybody, and you know, so we just uh, went limp, essentially." Right. What I kept saying to him, I said, I, "I don't feel I've done anything wrong. I haven't harmed anybody. There's no victim, and I don't understand this. So, you know what I mean? I don't feel I should be going. So I'm just to stay limp, and I'm not going to resist you. But I'm I'm not, essentially like Pete said, not going to help you. Right. So in the whole way back, I think both of us were were talking to the fo- the uh, officers who were driving us, and the guy who was driving me. I was, you know, I was just hammered home. Think about what you're doing, man. You're responsible for your actions as an individual. You, you know, you 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 don't you can't justify violating my rights because like someone with more p- metal on their chest or a different title or something or that had signed a piece of paper. Uh, supposedly giving you this authority, like that doesn't exonerate your action. So I kept hammering that home, and you know, eventually we got around. I was talking about public choice theory, 
and about natural rights versus like man-made legislation and and it, you know and, and at one point he's like well what are you talking about government grants your rights i'm like listen <laughs> man and so like right. it was we like this was essentially Sick. the conversations we had for the next like 12 hours when we we're in these guys custody just just laying out hardcore right. like voluntarist principles so so you would say that you had some officers that were at least listening to you whereas on the other end you've got this 120 guy who's well, just right. like a total douche i mean for me i don't know if pete might uh disagree we didn't always have the same officers interacting with us but i think the two people who I mean, they were strip searching me to tattoo or a, a photo my tattoos and scars, which is you know awful enough. But um, and they're fingerprinting me, but they seem to understand. And and the, I'll let Pete tell the comment that the guy said to him when he locked him up. But the other ones were, I mean, they mocked us. Uh, they thought it was funny. Like the one guy like grabbed me underneath my arms, and you know what I mean, like oh, like to kind of say. Uh, well, even though you're not cooperating, I can still do what I want with you and move you. And, you know, this mm-hmm. is easy. You know, I'm not a, a big guy at all. So, like, they, they threw right. me around like a rag doll. But, um, yeah, the rest of them weren't. They, the two guys seemed receptive and, and they said a nice thing to Pete, but the most of them were just status. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so now you're back at the jail. You're back at the, uh, the police department. You're at the police department. And that's where they kept you the entire night. What were the conditions uh, that uh, you spent that night? Oh, they were terrible. They were terrible. Um, they were. There was like a four different Worse cell than Alabama, where, Mississippi, me, Mississippi yeah. where y'all was, were arrested for sure. Uh, a yeah, year these ago. rooms were uh, cinder block, cold steel, uh, and and concrete, and that's what we had. And they didn't give us uh, any blankets or or pillows. They would not let us make a phone call. They wouldn't tell us what we were charged with. And you know, it got so, Adam and I got so cold. We were literally running around like pace, he was pacing his cell. I was I was uh, doing push ups and jumping jacks, and we're banging on the doors saying hello, hello. How can you treat us like this? We're human beings. We haven't hurt anybody. And this went on for hours all night. I think between us, we probably got like two hours of sleep last night. These guys are it's sick. Yeah. There's more coming up here. 800-259-9231. Pete and Adam with us from LibertyOnTour.com. Also, we'll take your calls for them. And later on, you can bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Ovaltine. Nutritious vitamins and minerals and a delicious chocolate taste for your picky eaters. Be sure to visit us at OvaltineUSA.com. With kids, food battles are more about control than about food. If you want to avoid a battle with your picky eater, give them a say in what they eat. At dinner, let them choose between broccoli or fruit salad. At the supermarket, give them three cereals to pick from. The more control they have, the less there is to argue about. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash YourFamilyToday. Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it is Ian and also Adam and Pete. Uh, Adam and Pete are here from LibertyOnTour.com. Uh, they ended up heading down to Massachusetts a day ago to rescue a couple activists that had been arrested down there. And in the process, they themselves were arrested, held overnight in a, some very inhumane conditions with uh, no blanket, uh, very cold in the in the cell. You guys were basically there. You didn't even have mattresses, right? I mean, there's no. It's just like a, a what three foot raised yeah, concrete they, thing for a bed. Taking our shoes and socks, and so we each only had one shirt. And the, and the you pants were barefoot we had too. On. Oh yeah, it was yeah. bad. We were balled up. Like I had my shirts and my arms in my shirt, like in my pants, and my pants pulled down over my my feet. It was it was bad. I was slightly luckier than Pete. I had a long sleeve but very thin t shirt on. Wow. And so yeah, I had to do the same thing, curling a ball with my knees. And uh, at one point, the the uh, dispatch guy on the PA. 
you know, started like mocking me and like uh, he called me a rodent and had uh, even rodents uh, take because I was pacing, you know, and uh, for a while, like to I keep thought, your blood flowing. Well, sure. Yeah. And to stay warm. But um, I thought we were arrested on trespassing. That's all. You know, they didn't tell us. I was speculating because that's what they had stated at the jail in our conversations. Mm-hmm. So I know that's misdemeanor sign my name and get get the heck out of here. So a couple hours in, I started to wonder what was up. So I was banging on the door. I mean, we were yelling and uh, he comes down and he's like, you know, even rodents take to their environment after a while. You know, you need to just chill out. And I'm like, did you just call me a rodent? I'm like, you know, and I, it's obvious he's watching me and he's referring to things I've been doing. Mm-hmm, right. Just a sick individual that yes. can do that. So we're banging on the door saying, hello, hello. Like, how can you treat us like this for people? And we're trying to trying to get somebody to come and, and communicate with us, tell us what we're charged with give us some blankets and then finally yeah. at like 3 a.m maybe well even before that my, my my buddy showed up remember that oh yeah, yeah 120 showed back up sure. again at, uh, i'm gonna guesstimate 11 to midnight ish yeah. this is the cop named 120 you know? well that's his, his office number, that's his badge yeah. number and um so he shows in and says you kick the door again and i'm gonna put you in a straight jacket and a chair and uh pete's like oh here come the threats again is that all you know how to do threaten people and i'm like yeah and i'm like i probably will kick the door again because the straight jacket and chair sounds a lot more comfortable <laughs> than what i have at this moment right. i mean what, what more can warmth. you take from exactly. me right <laughs> exactly. But just ridiculous on the conditions. Yeah. So anyway, we, we keep hammering the door and I, I probably haven't like hit a door that hard since I was like, you know, like 16 or you know, mm-hmm. trying to be tough. And I'm just like, we're hitting the door and like horse kicking it and elbowing it, trying to get someone's attention yeah, and saying, hello, come down back. here. Yeah. And, and finally the dispatcher's like, well, I'm the only one here. I'll get somebody here soon. And it, it was over an hour. Some, some guy showed up and, uh, he says, you know, what's going on? I said, you know, we haven't had a phone call. We don't have blankets. He said, are you lying to me? Have you had a phone call? If I find out you're lying to me, you're not going to get one. I said, dude, I'm being straight up. We're honest. We're the to- tolerant, peaceful people. You guys are the one who's in force and lying and da-da-da. So, like, he says, all right, I'll go check. And, and if you haven't yet had a call, I'll let you make your call. So he goes, and we hear him, like, talk to somebody, and then he just disappears. We never get our call. That crap he- always happens in jail where the, uh, the, the bureaucrats will act like they're going to do something for you. And, oh, yeah, we'll take care of it. And then it's hours later before you finally see another one. And they, well, we, they don't. Well, I don't know what you're talking right. about. And I actually heard him mention he he went and called somebody, did something, and then he said something freaking, and we couldn't put it together what it <laughs> yeah. was. But we found out today from uh, the wiretapping charge on me is for the uh, posts that are at freaking the, the auto recording yeah, from George Mandrick. Yeah, yeah. So. That that I made while on that phone call, it was recorded. So that was the reason behind that. But uh, it's I think when he went and researched our thing and realized that we have been public about this, and we kind of mm-hmm. made them look uh, idiotic that he chose not to bring us blankets. So, intentionally. so yeah. So fast forward to this morning, we uh, we go to see the judge at supposedly eight thirty, and uh, after we get booked in and all these other jump through all these hoops and stuff. Well, what about the what about them telling us uh, fifteen more minutes you're going to court? Oh, yeah, they just starting at like that. seven o'clock. Yeah. Uh, just to torment us a little, and then mm-hmm. another, then a guy come over and pee again. Well, fifteen more minutes, you know. Yep. And if yeah. anyone's ever seen Snatch, where uh, uh, Amish is like, you said fifteen minutes, fifteen minutes ago, and yep. I, I was I kept saying that to uh, <laughs> to the guy because he was already irritated. We, yeah, me. we were we were like, you know, when let me let me back up. So Adam was the first one at the jail or at the police station, so he was the first one processed, first one put in the cell. So I'm still like sitting out there and they're trying to like, like intimidate me and like, I'm just going limp and they're trying to roll my prints and stuff. And I hear someone like, I hear some like singing and I think I I didn't realize how small the jail, the prison, the police department was. So I thought maybe there was like, you know, some, some Muslim person there, like, like chant singing or something, praying. And then I realized there's, they're saying, uh, no, no victim, no crime. Yeah. Peaceful people should not be put in cages. And Adam just singing this over and over. So then when I go to my cell, I join in and we, we do this for like over (laughs) an hour. And then That's we start awesome. going back and forth, just like singing, like 
I don't know, essentially like natural rights, like victimless crime type stuff, and just like trying just to making hammer your own home. songs, just like sure. sing songy kind and, yeah, of yeah, and, and, and to keep our morale up and stuff. So then uh, we did that too, by the way, when awesome. the, the the Trespass of Twelve was right. arrested here in Keene. That was a first for at least that I know of up here. One of the guys that was arrested is a songwriter, and so he he struck up into Ooh. one of his songs, and we'd all sung. Norm, he's normally trying to rope people into singing his songs whenever we go out to to do something, and he's he has a tough time doing it because people, you know, they're self conscious. Sure. They don't want to sing, sure. but uh, but we've sung this one enough to where most all of us knew the words, and so we heard that song kick up right. from another cell, and they had like four of us in one cell, three in another, four of us in another cell. We in this, uh, we in one cell heard them singing in the next cell, and we so we joined in. We had three full cells of people awesome. in the the holding area of the jail, just singing at the top of our right. lungs, and that right. really must. I think that was one of the reasons why they let us out that night. Sure, that's, that's exactly where I got the idea from, to be yeah. honest. And that I thought, again, I, I assumed I was in for trespassing because that's the word they kept bringing up. And I thought I was going to be out there for a while. So I'm like, I'm going to do this the whole time until they let me out, thinking it was going to be an hour, you know, two. I thought they were going to throw me in there, process some paperwork, and cut me loose. But um, they had different ideas in store for us. And I, I definitely feel that it was uh, related to us saying no to Let's them. talk about the court. I know you wanted to get to the courtroom yeah. thing here in a sure. moment. Let's do that. Let's go first, though, to the phones and the fun. Randy is listening in Wisconsin. Randy, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you guys doing? Good, Randy. Good to hear from you. How's it going? This, this is my stepdad, Randy. What's on your mind tonight, Randy? Well, first of all, I'm just glad you guys are okay. We Appreciate are it. And Pete, damn it, you're supposed to keep track of Adam. <laughs> hey, we're trying to watch each other's back. Trouble. We're trying to watch <laughs> each other's back, and we're, we didn't do anything to harm anybody, and you know, we're just... You didn't intend to get arrested. Not at all. No, it wasn't the plan. I you, know. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> Don't make me fly out there. <laughs> Come on out. Yeah, exactly. Move out here, Randy. Come on, man. What are you waiting for? Well, put it this way. I'll be right beside you in that jail cell. Right on. <laughs> well, exactly. Come Appreciate on down. Appreciate it, man. Anything else on your mind tonight, uh, Randy? They don't want me there. <laughs> well, eventually, hopefully, they won't want any of us there, and they'll start leaving us alone, and then eventually leave other people alone as we come to their aid as well. Randy, what else did you want to share tonight? Ah, uh, that's about it. Thanks. I'm just glad you guys are okay. Just best wishes. Thank you for the call. Thank Appreciate you, hearing from you. Let's talk to Paul in California. Paul, you're on with uh, Pete and Adam from LibertyOnTour.com. Hey guys, how you doing? Doing well. How great. you doing, Paul? Uh, I just wanted to quickly, firstly, great story, and it's great to hear about. Uh, it's great to hear the story, and I mean it's. it's I guess the whole situation is unfortunate, but uh, it, it's great to hear what you were able to turn it around and, and uh, get some good out of it. Anyway, I called the uh, Greensfield Police Department. It was a very uh, surreal interaction. It was very funny. He put me through to a answering machine, and I, I left my number and my first name. And about five, he said the person at that answering machine, by the way, wasn't available. Right. Right. Five minutes later, I get a call back. I get a call back at my number asking for Paul from clearly with a withheld number, clearly from the police department. Right? I say yes, this is Paul. He says, "Oh, sorry, wrong number." <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised they would so even call back. What? I'm surprised they would even call you back. I, it was just very bizarre yeah. because you know why? If, if the wrong number, why did he ask for me? Sure. But uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, just very bizarre. And I uh, called the uh, state PD, and they just they. Basically, just hung up on me. But uh, hey, thanks so much for uh, uh, calling, yeah, Paul. That, wanted, that that really makes the difference. Just wanted to relate that and wish uh, wish you all a uh, happy uh, secession day. <laughs> Is it <laughs> yeah. secession day today? It, it, I didn't know there was a secession day. I oh, figured tomorrow, every day was. Tomorrow. I figured every day was secession day. 
Hey, thank you for the call tonight, yes. Paul. And thanks for calling, Paul. I really, yeah, appreciate, I really appreciate that as well. Yeah, thank I you give a, that makes a difference. I made a call last night as well, and when uh, the, the bureaucrat answered, the dispatcher presumably at the, the police station oh, answered, uh, I, I said something to the effect of, yeah, I heard, uh, I heard you. Because Allison Gibbs had told us that you guys weren't giving them any information about yourselves mm-hmm. so that we weren't supposed to say who you were. Sure. So I called up and I said something to the effect of, I heard you guys arrested some people with cameras uh, today, and I just wanted to encourage you to, uh, to let those peaceful Great. guys go. And he said something like, well, well, who are they? And I said, well, I don't know about that. But uh, and I just said, I think you should let them go. And, well, w- if we have probable cause, we'll, we're going to arrest somebody. Click. Wow. Oh. Up the phone. wow. Yeah, that sounds like definitely the guy who was taunting me, uh, his demeanor over the phone. But yeah, Pete and I didn't uh, give him our names. That was our intentions the whole time. But yeah, they figured them out throughout whatever really? means. Oh, well, that's because they illegally searched our RV as yeah, well. Yes. So, oh. so our RV was out of the scene completely. It was parked, you know, blocks a, away, a few right? blocks away from the, from the, uh, the jail. And, uh, you know, when we get back to the jail, we hear them talking about uh, threatening to break a window of the RV. Is that RV yours? And we wouldn't admit to right, it. An attempt to get us to admit to it. Right. And it was parked in a, it was, it was fine where it was parked. And uh, essentially, like when they, when they took all our belongings from us, they, they had, they found my keys and they said, mm. oh, these must be the keys. So they had a couple cars out there watching the RV. They drove them down there. They just, they, again, ransacked our RV. Yeah, we got, Antigone came down there with uh, with Lance Weber, and uh, we got some video of it when we picked and, it and up. And that's when 120 gave me the most shocking Ridiculous. comment of the whole time right after that story. It was... The most shocking comment. Well, yeah, I'll yeah, share I that with us in a moment, right? Coming up. All right, coming up here, 800-259-9231. Hour number two is on the way. More with Pete and Adam. Also, we got Jason Talley waiting in the wings patiently from cdevolution.org. He's going to talk to us later. We'll also take your calls about anything. 800-259-9231. It's Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. We are launching into the second hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features, they're free. Again, freetalklive.com. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their websites. Give ours away. All the features there at freetalklive.com. They're on the house. Joining us tonight here in studio, Mark is, by the way, uh, lurking in the background. You can see him if you're watching the webcam. Uh, but he has, uh, he has thankfully and uh, gracefully given up his, uh, his microphone here so we can have two people on as guests uh, this evening. Pete Ayer is with us as well as Adam Miller from Liberty on Tour. Dot com. Now, you guys have not yet launched the Liberty on Tour. The, the plan behind Liberty t- uh, on Tour is what? Uh, we're going to go to 13 cities in 13 weeks. We're going to get embedded with the local activists, create some videos, do some activism, learn from them, share things from them, put up, have meetups in every city. You know, we'll do some conferences, things like that, some media. But essentially, just try to um, you know, grow the, the uh, activism scene, the pro-freedom activism scene to work around the political system. And 
uh, advance the voluntary society. Yeah, essentially we'll do like man on the street interviews, local news stories, uh, uh, historical events that have happened in, in such areas. And uh, Jason Talley was kind enough to uh, donate a Uncle Sam costume that, I, uh, that I'll have on the road with us. So there might be some good videos to come with that as well. So a, a mix of everything and kind of leaving it open to the, the free creative mind that happens while we're out and about in each city. Now, hopefully you'll be able to start this thing on time, as you'd hope to, at the beginning of August, because now you've got to deal with a court situation in Massachusetts. As we were telling our listeners last hour in detail, you guys went down to a little town called Greenfield. I just looked it up during the break. Only 18,000 people. Uh, that's uh, even smaller than here in Keene, New Hampshire, where we are currently uh, with uh, 25,000. So even you know fewer fewer people there. Uh, you went down there to rescue a couple of activists from jail by bailing them out, but you never actually got to bail them out, at least not when you initially arrived, because they decided they didn't like the fact that you'd brought cameras into the uh, to, to video the, the whole thing. They arrested you for that and then held you in jail overnight. You weren't even really sure what you were arrested for at that point. You were held in inhumane conditions without uh, any kind of uh, anything to sleep on, without a, without uh, you didn't even have socks no blankets, on. It was yeah. cold, no blankets. And so it was just awful. Tormented by a, a guy in dispatch who was calling us rodents and, and things. And I mean, since you were in the, the police station for the night, uh, not the jail, I don't imagine you got any food either, right? The whole no, time no, you were it there. wasn't. I mean, um, actually, uh, I, my, myself is on a hunger strike when I go into jails for these mm-hmm. things. I'm, I'm done uh, punishing taxpayers for things that they didn't do to me. These men did this, and they can answer for why. Uh, I'd be in an ill state if they'd so wish to deprive me of food for so long. And by depriving me, I'm not taking theirs. They need to let me out. And uh, so I, w- I was. they didn't offer until the early morning, but I wasn't accepting anyways. They did offer you food? E- early in the morning. I mean, after we had been in jail for yeah, probably about, 10 hours. At about 5 a.m., someone came in and said, would you guys like breakfast? And we both said no. And then later when we got transported to the uh, court, uh, they offered us lunch. And again, we refused. But, so, But one guy did give us water out of his personal lunch right. and that was very kind of them the guys at the uh at the jail yes. or at the uh, courthouse so you encountered a variety of bureaucrats some more open than others one in particular particularly jerk guy sure, sure. uh he he you called him 120 that was allegedly his badge number yes he didn't give you any other identifying information and this guy was just harassing you and being a total um, a jerk uh, yeah. Let's pick up the story, though, at uh, at court. You've been taken, uh, held in this jail, uh, this uh, prison cell overnight, and then uh, they dragged you into court the next morning for an arraignment. That's when you found out you were actually looking at felony wiretapping charges and what else? Well, actually, when I was kicking the door the night before, when I was in too long, I, he had told us, you know, I said, we're here for trespassing. I should be out of here. And he's like, well, you got felony charges now. And, and then we didn't know what was up. But that mm-hmm. wasn't until like midnight. Well, but, and uh, he actually called Adam a loser for having felony charges yeah or, or for uh, being a felon right yeah that was in the that morning really on the way yeah he called me the scum of the i'm a, I'm a two-time <laughs> felon uh scum of the earth who will be in a system the rest of my life or whatever but yeah so essentially um uh the with the felony charges so when we get there we find out that i'm charged with wiretapping and a felony wiretapping and resisting arrest and then peach charges I, I yeah so i have the same i have resisting arrest and felony wiretapping and we both have trespassing i think still and then i also have manipulating a vin number for the RV and also a felony ammo slash firearms charge because, uh, you know, before I left, before we left the Shire, I knew, you know, we're heading into enemy countries, enemy, ter- enemy territory. So I, I thought I left everything I had on the RV that was like firearms, ammo related, but uh, I neglected to leave, I think, uh, some ammo. Uh, it's alleged. Well, no, aren't they, they presuming they that it's yours? Yeah, I mean, it's alleged. I, they, I haven't seen it. It hasn't been inventory that I've seen. But uh, so we'll see what happens with that. 
But uh, the manipulating the VIN number was interesting because, like we said, we weren't even anywhere around the RV when we were arrested. Mm-hmm. And they, they must have had seen, hey, there's a New Hampshire place. This vehicle wasn't here before, ran it, saw it, had the same address. Well, I think it's more than that. I think he, he's seen us going to the RV. They were telling Maybe, us from the yeah. minute we left the jail the first time. So, so they said that uh, when they try to look into the RV, the, the VIN number on the dash was manipulated. So then they therefore gave them the, the right to access and, and thoroughly trash the RV. And... Uh, you know, but the thing is, we had the curtains closed in the RV. You could not even see the VIN number on the dash. So that means they took your key and they went into the RV exactly. and looked, looked around. Well, when they were still trying to determine if it was or wasn't our RV, that's when uh, uh, 120 said that comment to me I was referring to before the break. And that's, uh, he said, well, if you don't tell us if it's your RV or not, or if you give us the keys, uh, we're going to break the window. And I said, you're going to break the window to somebody's home? And I said, what if I came to your house and broke the window and, and, and broke into your home? And he said... He said, I'd effing kill you. Mm. And I said, really? And I'm like, but you're ordering other people to do that to somebody else's because we're not still talking about who's is or isn't or who I am or aren't. And uh, I said, but you're authorizing other people to break in to, to someone else's home. You know, you have this. Well, it's not breaking in when we do it. Sure. He's, exactly. he's got, you know, the badge. Exactly. So we each uh, got like uh, attorneys appointed for our bail hearing today. And initially they were floating figures of like $2,500. But uh, then earlier today, it, it got knocked down to maybe like 500, they were saying. But then right before we went in, um, the guy who drew the straw to represent me, you know, he said, hey, they're willing to, uh, to let you walk today if you agree, if you sign this and agree not to carry firearms with you until this case is over. And I said, well, I want to have the, I have the right to defend myself. I don't want to give up the tools that can maybe make that happen. And I said, I'm not willing to say I'm not going to carry a firearm. I carry a firearm when I can open carry in as many states as I go to. And so he's like, well, I don't know. So I was like, well, I, I mean, if you can constrain it to Massachusetts where I, you know, per the legislation there, I, I can't carry because they have really restrictive firearm laws. I said, you know, that's something I can do. So that's essentially my agreement is that I can't uh, carry or possess firearms in Massachusetts until... Uh, this this is uh, ended. Which shouldn't be a big deal because you're not exactly. going there. Exactly. And he, he couldn't carry a firearm there before because you have to have right. a permit. Right. right. So nothing nothing big for me. And so you actually successfully negotiated that change. Sure. The so, yeah, we both got out, uh, you know, on, on our word and uh, we, we have... Uh, Even though there was a lot of support, and Allison right. Gibbs uh, also stepped up after we were arrested again. I, I haven't been online yet because we pretty much came here, uh, ate dinner, and, mm-hmm. and came on the air. But uh, I hear that there's a lot of support, and she had up a, a good effort to get us out. And Antigone, Darling, and uh, Lance had come down to show support while we were in court. Yeah. So that was and really the activists, kind of appreci- you know, they come together when this stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, and you guys know this because it happened to you uh, when you were arrested in uh, Mississippi. Activists from around the country. Uh, they gathered together. They got the funds together to help you all out. And, and as, as exactly, said, and that's why we were coming to Rich's Aid. I mean, people had done it for us, and uh, you know, we weren't going down there to make a uh, stance on filming in, in jails. Not in Massachusetts. No, right? no I mean, it, it would be uh, silly to, to do that. But I guess that's essentially what we did. But yeah, we just go to worry about a friend, fellow activist, and uh, you know, try to return the the support that others have given us. So yeah, so today after we finally got out, uh, we were able to go. Uh, after we bounced around a couple of places and bail and get bit rich bailed out, so he's now back in Keene. He's mm-hmm. out of a cage, uh, so we can say that we were successful in that venture. But now we're unfortunately uh, Capuzzo, one of the other sure. activists, is still in. He was on a. It's probably going to be in for a while on a VOP violation of probation. Uh, having been out from state prison before, this is likely going to put him back. Yeah, by the time we had left New Hampshire, he had a lower bail amount, and then by the time we got to um, Massachusetts, his was at five thousand dollars, and it was you know probably because of his uh, status, and uh, he'll probably be sent back here to serve that time. Right. But the third person that was with them when they were arrested is also out now. So, so the trial's coming up, right? Uh, early August. 
Yeah, mine's actually July 29th, which just so happens to be my birthday. <laughs> and mine's oh on August 2nd. And, and actually, they're not trials; they're just preliminaries. And uh, you know what I mean? We'll see. Well, wait, so like a probable cause hearing or something? No, or no, just like a uh, preliminary. Um, from what I understand is. Uh, us and the uh, lawyers will get together and see if there's enough stuff to go to court if they want to drop this, et cetera, et cetera. Sounds like a probable cause hearing. From, I mean, I'm, not that I'm a legal expert or anything like that, but we'll come back. You guys stay one more segment? Sure. All right. Well, one more here with uh, Pete and Adam from LibertyOnTour.com. Uh, enough time for your calls. If you've got a question for them, maybe there's something we left out, something you want to get clarified, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Give you all the features there for free. And those features include... Archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, you can just click and download right there on the front page of the site. There's an entire week on the front page, and then you can click into the archive section of the podcast and go back for years, all for free, over at freetalklive.com. By the way, the Free Talk Live call-in lines are brought to you by SACL CAI, and if you'd like to pay higher prices for goods and services, well, guess what? You do every time somebody doesn't pay their bills, and it's one of the many compelling reasons that SACL CAI has been at the cornerstone of collections for more than 35 years. Before you pay higher prices, think whether the business, be it a bank, hospital, retail store, or utility, could use some help with their collections to contain costs so they're not passed on to you, the customer. Tell them to call the dedicated collections experts at SACL CAI for a no-cost, no-obligation proposal. SACL CAI, see their banner at freetalklive.com. As we continue here uh, with the gentleman from formerly of Motorhome Diaries. LibertyOnTour.com is their new website. They've got brand new license plates on Marv, uh, the Mobile Authority Resistance Vehicle, and their website, again, LibertyOnTour.com, getting ready to kick off the tour where they'll be driving around through 13 cities over a period of, what was it, three 13 months? 13 weeks, except three yeah. months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weeks. If, if, if you're interested to learn more, uh, we, we made a slick uh, video on YouTube with the help, help of the folks over at the Obscure Truth Network. Uh, just YouTube.com slash LibertyOnTour. Yeah, and that uh, you guys are actually raising money right now for uh, for advertiser sponsorships Correct. on uh, on Marv, and so I, I think Free Talk Live, the Liberty Radio Network, uh, are going to get involved in that. Freekeen dot uh, com as well. We we were on Marv before, and we will be on it again. Uh, so happy to be behind you guys on that. Now you just got out of jail today after having been uh, held overnight in inhumane. For cold conditions, just awful treatment on the part of some of these jailers. And there was one in particular, 120. I wanted to come back to him real quick uh, because you said there was something that he said, and I don't think we got to this, the most outrageous comment. No, you? no, we did. We you did, did do that? Yeah, oh, okay. where he uh, said he'd effing kill me. Oh, that, okay, so that was it. <laughs> yes, I just wanted, yes. just wanted to make sure we didn't uh, gloss over that no, one. No, we didn't, yeah. It was uh, quite shocking because I was like, are you, like, you're supposed to be the the you know authority the man of the gun or whatever i mean it's all hogwash greenfield's anyways, finest but, right yeah right uh, not so much yeah but just to reiterate the messages adam and i kept um 
communicating the whole time we were in their custody. Like uh, the night before, uh, we were asking him to think, him and everybody else, to think about their actions and their individual responsible. They can't like you know pass the buck to somebody else. And uh, and 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 Adam, you know, said, "Hey, I want you to think about this when you go home tonight." And da 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 da. And so then today, when we were brought to the uh, the courthouse. And the guy, uh, when we started engaging him in conversation, just blasted the volume so he wouldn't have to hear us. So I'm like yelling over the volume, like, you know, like you can try to ignore this, but you know, deep down that, you know, what you're doing is wrong and it's violating our rights. And, you know, I want you to think about this. So anyway, so that, so we're walking into the courthouse and, and, uh, 120's like, or we like, Adam asked him how, how if he thought about it. And 120's like, no. Or, well, that's what like, I asked him because the guy took, that took us to jail was speeding. Yeah. And oh, they yeah. didn't buckle our seatbelts. Yeah, he was going 40 and a 20. So we call him out. Yes, yeah, so I get like, out of the car and said, oh, three officers. I said, will you guys ticket this guy? He uh, was speeding on the way to jail. Yeah. And I, I, he, I'm not able to put my seatbelt on. And he didn't put mine on. I think that's two fines there and then the speeding. <laughs> but then Pete asked the, uh, yeah, 120. I said, you know, did you have a good night? Did you have, were you able to think about it? He said, I did have a good night. I went to sleep in my bed and it was great. And, and, and I, you know, and I said, oh, and, like how how was that bed paid for? You know, for money stolen from taxpayers, and so we just went on and on like the whole time. Yeah, we're from in the, the minute th- that we were arrested to the, yeah. the, the minute they finally cut us loose, it was just uh, you know, think about this. These are your actions. You should be held accountable, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, uh, but but yeah, we we uh, we've t- we've covered a lot of what happened uh, tonight, but uh, we'll we'll have uh, a thorough uh, text overview and and a short video and some other things. Up tomorrow on coplock.org. It's a yeah. shame, though, you're not going to have much video because they took all your cameras. They took your cell phones. That's right. Uh, I mean, you can't even make a phone call now. Yeah, exactly. And we're not going to get these back, they say, until the completion of our trial, which we which all know be, who the knows justice system is, yeah, right. uh, as timely as what. So it could be bittersweet. We have been talking about maybe upgrading our gear. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, right. So, uh, yeah, check out uh, coplock.org. We'll have a more complete story and then uh, or, uh, more details and maybe a way that we have to get back on functioning here, right? Yeah, and to everybody who called and who donated, like, thanks so much. Much love. Um, we'll probably be in communication and try to figure out how to how to get your money back or, or if there's another way we can use it maybe to, to advance uh, the freedom society. The free society. Free society. So, yeah. All right, tell you what, we're going to go to the phones here. Uh, somebody's got a question for you guys, I think. Jason is in Colorado. Jason, you're on Free Talk Live Jason. with Pete and Adam. Hi, everybody. This is Jason, and uh, I want to know if you guys are going to take the Mark Stevens approach to the trial or uh, just you're going to fight this on First Amendment grounds. It's a good question. Uh, I currently don't have a lawyer retained. I I chose to either represent myself or hire counsel at a later date, so I'm kind of hoping that some liberty-friendly lawyers in mass step up. We've already had, uh, as we said, Lance Weber from New Hampshire come down. Uh, Adam's uh, lawyer, who he happened to have today uh, during his bail hearing, happened to be a libertarian, and he's pretty supportive. So there may be an angle that way that I can get some some uh, some advice at least, but we'll see. Right. There's also the uh, ACLU that is looking into uh, tackling a lot of these wiretapping laws throughout the states as they violate the Constitution, and uh, so that's an option that I'm also looking at uh, looking into for Pete and I, as well as combating those charges. Yeah, and Jason, if you or anybody else has uh, recommendations on you know, how we should maybe approach this or people in the area we should contact. If you can let us know at libertyontour at gmail.com, that'd be much appreciated. Anything else, Jason? No, I just wanted to give you guys my support. Good good. luck. Hey, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Let's talk to Amber in California. Amber, you're on with Pete and Adam. Hello. How are you guys doing? What up, Amber? Amber. Amber. Yeah. Hey, glad you guys made it out nicely. Appreciate Uh it. Yeah, I appreciate it. And I just want to say I appreciate you guys, and um, I really dig that the demeanor that you guys have about being arrested or incidents that happen. You learn a lot. You give information to the the police officers that arrest you and the people you meet, and you try to like bring up to them the moral 
um, ideals that they should be abiding by. I really, really appreciate that. And I want to say, keep up the good work, Seth. <laughs> well, thanks right a bunch. On, I mean, really um, appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I think Pete and I put our own little spin on everything, but I know for myself, and I think Pete would agree that, you know, we've learned this from the folks that are out there, right. you know, that have been around a while and, you know, uh, you know, Sam and uh, with uh, the story that uh, Ian was giving before and even himself, you know, have or what I take my inspiration from. And, you know, hopefully people find something that they can learn and create on and build off of as well. Yeah, I hope so. And I know that a lot of people are probably looking up to you guys and, and uh, looking at you as, a, as, uh, as an example I mean, and something to learn from yeah, and the, to the only, emulate. Yeah, I appreciate it. And the only thing I would say, you know, like that, that keeps me on the straight and narrow is just say, look, these guys don't have extra rights because they have a badge. They're going to try to intimidate you. They're going to try to throw you around, do whatever. But they have no extra rights. They're strangers. Why would you give a stranger your private information? Why would you let a stranger manhandle you? You wouldn't. So, you know, look at it in that in that uh, framework. But at the same time, they're individuals and they, they have minds and they can think for themselves if, if they hopefully get off this status paradigm. So that's why uh, Sam and I uh, and, and some other folks around here have formed the Police Hugging Squad to uh, to keep our minds in the uh, the mindset of love and forgiveness and peace as opposed to anger. Because when you're faced with somebody like a 120, uh, it can be very easy to get angry at these people. And especially when they're doing the things that they're doing to you, it can be very easy to fall into that kind of trap of, of being angry at them. And when you respond to them with love, as we were talking earlier this week uh, about the uh, the former KKK Grand Dragon who was trying to harass a black church, and the uh, the pastor of the church just kept responding with love. He just kept uh, just kept sh- expressing love to this guy, and it, it cracked through him, and he uh, he changed. He left the KKK, and yep. he he became an honorary uh, pastor in that very same church that he at one time attempted to burn down. I mean, it was uh, it's an incredible story of uh, forgiveness, and it, and it works. Anyway, guys, thanks for coming on All the right, show th- tonight. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Appreciate thanks, it. Ian, and thanks, everybody, for supporting us. LibertyOnTour.com and CopBlock.org. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Help Free Talk Live via the AMP program for just $3 per month, and you'll get access to exclusive call-in lines, a chat room, and a forum at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Just dial in toll-free. Bring up anything. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We've got a wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you. W-I-K-I wiki.freetalklive.com. And uh, did you know that uh, Taryn Lupo from the LCL Report and Wheels Off Liberty supports his full-time activism by selling Liberty-themed jewelry? You can support the ideas of freedom every time you buy some of his unique swag. He also does custom work for just about anything you can dream up. You can see his designs at lclreport.com and join his fan book, uh, fan fan group rather, on Facebook, lclreport.com, which is a good place to go, by the way, if you're looking for uh, footage of the recent Porcupine Freedom Festival. I think Taryn Lupo was first to the internet with uh, some coverage of the events that uh, that transpired there. So head on over to lclreport.com to get more about that. 800-259-9231 allows you to dial in and bring up anything. As, as, as usual, we have things to talk about tonight, but we've got people to talk to that in this case is far more interesting than uh, whatever the news might have been. Tonight, also joining us, Jason Talley has been waiting in the wings patiently. Originally, you were going to join us at the top of the show, but that was before uh, our friends were arrested and put in a jail cell overnight. Adam and Pete, they have uh, stepped away, and now you are uh, joining us. Mark, back on the second mic. Here I am. And uh, Jason, welcome back to Free Talk Live. It's great to be here. And uh, yeah, I was really interested in hearing the story about uh, Pete and Adam, so... uh, 
I know, and I know your listeners were also, so it's it great to hear from them. And uh, speaking of Taron Lupo, uh, he just donated a, uh, a camera that can quick uh, to CD Evolution. We're going to turn that right over to Pete and Adam because uh, we would like to see more live video. Their cameras were confiscated uh, by the police, uh, but if they had quick, they could uh, get this thing out immediately, and it would have immediately gone viral. So QIK.com. It's a website that uh, that you can, if you've got a smartphone, you can visit this site. You can download the software to your phone, install it. It's free. Then, uh, with literally a, a push or two or three buttons, you've got live video streaming from your phone to the internet. Right, as opposed to letting the uh, cops confiscate your cameras and then they can delete uh, the footage like uh, they did uh, for the three of us with Motorhome Diaries in Mississippi. Um, but also, I mean, all their gear was taken. The, you know, they're a documentary film crew without cameras now because the uh, some uh, police in Massachusetts took it from them. So if you go to copblock.org, um, I'm sure they would appreciate uh, some donations to get them uh, some gear, maybe even better than uh, what was seized. Yeah, that would be great. Copblock.org. Now, CD Evolution, uh, you're the executive director of the CD Evolution Fund, CD standing for Civil Disobedience. Essentially, the purpose of uh, the CD Evolution Fund, as I understand it, uh, being one of the board members, is to support those who are out there engaging in this sort of disobedient slash non-cooperative activism, like the guys from Liberty on Tour, like Adam and Pete. Um, so where are the lines drawn, however? I think some people might have been asking questions, like as all of this was going down over the last few days, uh, why is it, for instance, initially it was a couple of activists from Keene that were arrested mm-hmm. not while doing activism, they were just arrested perchance because they were pulled over as they were driving through uh, Massachusetts. So it was really more of like a mistaken thing. It wasn't a, an intended uh, civil disobedience or anything like that from what I understand of it. So c- the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund did not uh, disperse funds to, for instance, bail those folks out of jail. Do you want to explain that uh, as to what was going on there? Well, I mean, my role as the executive director is to uh, fulfill the duties that uh, the board of directors decides. Uh, you, um, you know, Mark, uh, Jason Osborne, Brian Travis, Sam Dodson are on the board of directors, and uh, you guys decide how to. I mean, because uh, donors entrust us with uh, spending their money on on activism and um, and those that commit civil disobedience, and so we have to do, be judicious about that. Uh, a lot of time, actually, I think I don't think we've ever spent money outside of New Hampshire. I think that's our focus. You know, um, and another thing is it, it it isn't meant to be a fund to help our friends get out of jail. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that Rich Paul is our friend. I mean, he's a good guy and he's doing doing good work. But you know, I it doesn't it this didn't smack of uh, civil disobedience to me. So, right. um, you know, I I I you know hope for all the best, and I hope that see the Evolution Fund can do stuff to help people in those situations. Right. Even if even if Rich Paul had gone down to Massachusetts for the purpose of uh, doing civil disobedience, I can't say that I would have supported getting behind him because I'm not interested in changing Massachusetts. I'm interested in changing this particular political designation, this area that we know of as New Hampshire. This is where the activists are coming. This is where the future of freedom, in my opinion, is going to happen. And so with a limited amount of funds, and and CD Evolution's funds (laughs) are pretty limited limited, uh, at this point. It's a new organization. It's only been around just over a year. We brought you on board just a few months ago, and you've really kicked things into gear, and you've done a great job so far. Uh, The the website's been updated. You've been blogging over there, cdevolution.org, if you haven't been to take a look. But we've got to be very, you know, we've got to be choosy about who we support. And, and there was a recent instance that was even more difficult uh, for the board, a decision for the board to make. And that was George Donnelly uh, down in uh, in Philadelphia, where he was arrested at the federal courthouse 
again, for videotaping, as uh, mm-hmm. Pete and Adam were arrested in Massachusetts for videotaping. But uh, he was arrested for, for using a video camera in a public uh, place. who's was outside of the federal courthouse. They claim he assaulted a cop, which, of course, is absolute nonsense. The guy's a peaceful guy. And he, again, he was videotaping. So yeah. if it's if it's really that big of an issue, why not return the video camera so that we can see all see that the cop was uh, assaulted? Right. Like yeah. there. That is the proof. You've got uh, two pieces of evidence here that the, the court's going to look at what the cop says and a video camera. What do you bet the video and the video camera never never surfaces mm-hmm. like it's gone? So he was arrested and now he's looking at a he's on house arrest. He's stuck there. He was planning on moving to New Hampshire just a few days uh, after he ended up being arrested. Now he can't leave because he's dealing with this federal court situation. It's an awful uh, scenario. And uh, I, I, I like George. He's a good guy. He's a free state. You know, I th- well, I don't know if he's a member of the Free State Project, but he's definitely going to move to New Hampshire. And so, I mean, I would like to help the guy, but. It's not in New Hampshire, and that was a really tough, uh, tough choice to make. Yeah, sure was. Um, sometimes I, you know, second guess myself about uh, that decision. But uh, he, uh, I saw him at um, Pork Fest, and I'm told that he's going to be in New Hampshire in August. He's going to be a neighbor really? of mine in Grafton. Yes. Oh, cool! I didn't know that he could leave. Uh, yeah. I wonder how that's going to. How does was he have to ask permission to leave Philadelphia or something like I that? I believe they reduced his charges. And oh, uh, really? Right. See, I haven't heard much since uh, the original uh, incident went down. I know that he's not able to really speak publicly about it, so that's probably why. Anyway, so so there's a couple of examples of some some situations, and of course, the Pete and Adam as well. You know, we we didn't disperse any funds uh, for them either, and it's not because I don't like them. I, I love them. I think they're great guys. Um, but we've got to focus our activism here in in New Hampshire, and that's why when I hear that uh, that Adam, for instance, is talking about going down to uh, you know to uh, to focus on this one cop down there, I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't I don't know if that one cop is worth it. I mean, okay, so if you manage to uh, to get involved in this cop's life and and uh, bother him or or maybe even change his mind, is that really going to make a difference in the in the scheme of things? Right. Or but regardless it- of what CD Evolution does, I mean, uh, you know, people will step up. We saw the Ladies of Liberty Alliance uh, step up with their own chip in account and so well but you did do something like cd evolution didn't help with money but you did actually put the information out there right and and that's another important uh, a crucial role for cd evolution something that i think uh, we can do better and better as as a uh, freedom movement as a peace movement is uh, share information Uh, we're going to launch civil disobedience evolution fund is going to launch a wiki called uh, disopedia uh, where we can like uh, have people access these things, and as they learn information, uh, they can put it on this page. Um, and so, you know, we want uh, you know more bloggers. If you want to volunteer for CD Evolution, um, you can email me at cdevolution.org. Um, there's a lot more we can do, and every time we have scenarios where our our peaceful friends are in jail, uh, we're going to get better and better at it. Maybe eventually there needs to be like a separate organization that sets up an insurance policy for people that are going to leave New Hampshire. <laughs> like if you're going to leave the protection, the safety of the Shire, then you can buy an insurance policy. Like if you get arrested while you're out, then uh, Liberty Insurance will uh, pay your bail money or something. Yeah. Like Just that. Uh, I, I don't know if it's been mentioned enough times, but CD Evolution Fund stands for Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund. Yeah. Yes, right. it does. Yeah, we support the good people who break uh, bad laws. Because that's what good people do, is uh, break bad laws. So 1-800-259-9231, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. If you had a question for uh, Jason Talley, he's with us, executive director of cdevolution.org. The website is uh, is a lot better looking than it was a year ago. The the, the mission, I think, has, has really been nailed down. And uh, you've got ex- the experience that's necessary to run this organization, so I'm glad you're on board. And you're just going to stick with us, right, for the rest of the show tonight? Is that the, the plan end. here? All right. So, uh, again, we can talk to you about anything. So dial in. Take control of the airwaves, 
259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online. Freetalklive.com is the place to go. We've got a lot of features free. Shrine of Female Listeners is one of those features. You can go to shrine.freetalklive.com and see the ladies who have taken the time to send us their validated photo or video showing they are indeed listeners of the program. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com. See it for yourself. And ladies, you can get involved. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Jason. And Mark. Jason's here with us from cdevolution.org. Actually, we're all from cdevolution.org because Mark and myself are two-fifths of the board. Jason is the executive director. CD Evolution stands for the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund. And I feel like we kind of started out maybe on the wrong foot with this conversation because we were talking about what CD Evolution didn't do. Uh, Like, well, we didn't support this and we didn't support that and here's why. What are some of the things that cdevolution.org has supported? Well, right now our big thing is uh, Sovereign Curtis's case. Uh, he was uh, pinched in a Nashua 420 celebration um, and uh, for allegedly handing uh, a marijuana cigarette to an undercover cop. And so um, we people are chipping in for his legal defense. And so he's going to try to uh, fight this as, uh, as much as possible. And so uh, he's another good person that's uh, trying to um, break bad laws, and we're here to support him. Now, one of the things you mentioned, the chip-in, one of the things that we were talking about just during the break, because CD Evolution, as I said, is a relatively new organization, and we're still trying to figure things out uh, to some extent. Mark, you had suggested maybe having chip-ins, because we had talked about how CD Evolution focuses on New Hampshire. We want to make sure that New Hampshire is the freest place possible. It's an organization based in New Hampshire. It's intended to support the civil disobedient activists in New Hampshire. But if one of them, or two of them, in the case of Adam and Pete, goes down uh, to Massachusetts for some reason, and they're, they, you know, they get busted doing some civil disobedience, as they were. They were video uh, recording in uh, a public area. Uh, apparently, that's disobedience, because the bureaucrats didn't like it. Then... Normally, the fund wouldn't support them with the general, like money from the general fund. But you had talked about Mark. Maybe uh, if if we wanted setting up uh, like a like a chip in specifically to help out people in a situation like that. That way, if people wanted to, they could send money to that. Well, I um I at this point it hasn't been uh, discussed by the board, so it's probably not something we should trot out on on air. But uh, what I was essentially saying is that uh, Jason, in that sense, as the executive director, is free. It would seem to me that, he, that, that something he would be able to do is designate an earmark and, you know, sort of do fundraising and, uh, uh, you know, like a telethon kind of situation, updating people of what's going on. Because um, people, when, when something's going on, uh, for instance, like the arrest that went on 
uh, last night. People want information. They want it real time. They want as much as they can get. Mm-hmm. And- I kept I kept uh, reloading the page on Facebook. I was on Pete and Adam's uh, Facebook profiles, and people were posting what was going on there. So that was a good way to get info. And, of course, cdevolution.org. Maybe I should have gone there instead. <laughs> right. But if cdevolution.org, if they had proper if, – if they could be properly branded as the hub the, the for that kind place. of in- – yeah, that yeah. kind of information, then – um, you know, in in the process, they can fundraise for those people and and you know make make a difference as long as it's done to me as long as it's done separately and not done through the general fund. Yeah, and that's what you know we want to do. It, it, we are evolving. We you know as more people get arrested, we want to support them. Somebody needs to do it, and uh, that's why uh, you know when you guys uh, asked me to uh, uh, take the job, I accepted. You know, I, I want to. I want to support the good people that break bad laws, and I know there's a lot of other people out there too. That's why we get so much support. We got fantastic support at Pork Fest. Eleven, uh, almost eleven hundred dollars raised at the event that was really come up with fairly quickly uh, in advance at the the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Michelle Seven uh, put together this thing where uh, we had uh, Sam uh, from ObscureTruth.com, we had Big Mike, mm-hmm. uh, also Lauren Canario, and uh, and uh, as well as uh, Curtis, s- sort of four of the. People that have been aggressed against recently in New Hampshire over over time in New Hampshire by the the government bureaucrats, uh, they were there and we kind of held them in a jail, which was really a, a nice plush jail. They they got to smoke and drink and things like that. Yeah, right. Uh, but the idea was that uh, they were in jail and so we were trying to fundraise to get them out. And I didn't know what to expect out of it. I figured yeah, there's you know, only going to be a few dozen people are going to come by. Yeah, there's probably not going to be that much money involved here. But it turned out to be it was well over a thousand dollars raised. It was great. Uh, the in event- what three hours? It was three hours. Yeah. Um, it started after an activism panel, which uh, so there were several people that were um, we were going to put in the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund cage uh, in front of Michelle Seven's cabin, and uh, so we had officer, uh, so-called officers that uh, dragged them. And of course, Lauren Canario goes limp, and so we had to like drag her. Uh, into Didn't the Brad cage. Jardis come in and play role of oh, a that's cop? Right. Brad Jardis, um, uh, former who was cop. a former cop, now a voluntarius, thanks to Free Talk Live, uh, puts like his knee on the back of uh, Curtis's neck, uh, so he really got into it. But um, <laughs> it's a little flashback for right. It, it, it was a great time. Uh, people came out with signs uh, to support the activist, um, and plenty of video and plenty of donations. And I, sh- I should give a shout out to uh, Savannah's Last Biscuit, George's Famous Baklava, Valentine's Soap, and a lot of other sponsors that helped us with the raffle. And- right, they actually, a lot of these folks have come together and and have donated um, percentages of profits towards CD Evolution. Right. Yeah. So if you do any business with them, uh, a lot of times we're still getting donations from them. So. We really appreciate everybody's support, and we could use more because civil disobedience is not going to stop. And so um, the more money that the fund has, the more money that uh, we can uh, support these good people. The toll-free number here is 800-259-9231. So what else do we need to cover here before we go on just open the phones? Let's open them up. Open up the phones. All right, fair enough. Uh, Jason Talley is going to hang out with us here for the remainder of the show. Uh, CDEvolution.org, if you've got a question in relation to that, you're certainly welcome to bring that up too. Let's go first, though, to Scott in Wisconsin. Scott, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, good evening there, guys. Thanks, um, Scott. First of all, Ian, um, I want to give thanks to you of uh, a year back. Of finally, uh, man, I can't believe you're saying forgiveness and love there, brother. You can't believe that's that. It, I talk about that stuff all the time. Me. Well, a year back, I didn't uh, Where did I go? feel that or receive that. But anyways, I, I got I another one for you. Um, to humble myself. So. But the reason I'm calling in uh, tonight, guys, is is this past week, um, maybe Mark has more knowledge on this, or maybe Jason. Uh, it was in our Congress that they said they were going to have a kill bill 
of uh, it's not my Congress. I just like to point that out. Shutting down the internet. A kill, yeah, the an internet kill and, switch. Uh, I just wanted to ask you guys if this gets in uh, does pass. I don't know if it did or it, it's up to vote on. Uh, how are you guys going to get your word out if the internet is shut down? You know, um, it, it it's the scariest bill I've I've seen since we've been on on the air, and it's. It's my understanding that it passed the House. That's my understanding. Um, you know, you need to, to research this on your own. Um, but it's uh, it, it's crazy stuff. I, I was kind of thinking about it, though. Imagine, Scott, imagine what it would be like in America if Barack Obama decided to knock the Internet off for three days. It would be terror. It would be a terrorist att- attack. I mean, that that alone. The, the idea behind this was that, well, if the terrorists attack, we need to be able to shut down the internet for some reason. I don't know. Right, because the, the terrorists will get us through the internet. Right. Whatever the te- whatever the so-called terrorists will do, blowing something up or attacking a website. I don't even know what their their s- suggestion was, but whatever the terrorists could do would not be near as devastating as shutting down the internet for uh, however long. Right, there's people's businesses that, that that count on this. I mean, most people's businesses will be crippled if not completely shut down if the internet is shut absolutely. down. Absolutely. The 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 economic uh fi- the financial system, credit card transactions, uh inventories, uh, business to business links, private networks, things Their like telephone, that. telephone, there's whole telephone systems. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, everything will be in incredibly d- damaged shape after that and it would be in- just tremendous economic uh downfall. You might actually that. see the real live revolution if they did that, Scott. But uh, your question, well, your question you know, was. Mark, um, I totally agree with you guys. Great knowledge. Um, I also wanted to say that I heard earlier on GCN that uh, they said they sold like 18 million guns this last year. Yeah, a lot of people are afraid that Barack Obama's uh, going to be the the guy to to take the guns. I, yeah. So, well, hey, God bless you guys, and uh, keep up the thanks, good work. Scott, appreciate and, uh, it. I keep on preaching that word of forgiveness and love. Well, thank you, thank you for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Jason, you were trying to get in there with some thoughts. Right. Uh, you uh, The caller asked, you know, how do we get the word out? I mean, we do have some redundancies in uh, New Hampshire. We have Pork 411. So that relies on telephones as opposed to just and the it relies on it relies on asterisk, which is an Internet-based uh, phone system. Well, never mind then. Yeah. <laughs> they shut down the Internet. Uh, our movement's screwed. I mean, the, the, the liberty movement today exists... Because of the internet, it's, but it it's, might it's, very well be that the government is. Uh, I mean, can you imagine people's reaction? I, I just, I, you would, I can't imagine. No, I don't. If it I, was nine eleven, how long would America allow the internet to be shut down? I, I, it seems unbelievable to me that something like that could even happen, and I don't know how they would do it. I'm not a te- maybe one of our like technical gurus can call in and explain this because I mean we are talking about the government here, right? So the the, the government can't really do much very well, and so the if they're touting that they can shut down the internet, what does that really mean? Like, what is it? How is it that they? Could do anything from Washington D.C. that is going to affect a worldwide network. I mean, not all the trunks and the backbones and things like that are running through Washington D.C. So they'd have to have the the uh, essentially complicity of all of the the internet uh, like top level internet operators would have to go along with the plan. What if they just said no? Uh, then what? It seems like it would be a very interesting situation and one I hope we don't have to face. Hour three is coming up. 
MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in via the toll-free number 800-259-9231. That's 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those. Again, freetalklive.com, 800-259-9231. Joining us here in the studio tonight, we have a special guest. His name is Jason Talley. Jason, welcome back to the show. It's great to be here, always. Jason is the executive director of the CD Evolution Fund, and he has escaped uh, temporarily his home in Grafton to come here to Keene uh, to sit in with us here. And there's a, a little friendly competition, a little friendly rival, uh, rivalry between the Keene and Grafton areas of New Hampshire as we uh, attempt to recruit as many people to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project as possible. Obviously, we want people who love liberty to come to New Hampshire, wherever it is you end up, whether it's uh, Concord, maybe you really enjoy politics. Concord's the place to be if you're a political uh, kind of guy, you want to get involved in the state house a lot. It makes sense to live nearby it uh the 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 uh, the seacoast is certainly a popular area for a lot of people manchester of course with uh, the most population most populated area manchester being a big draw uh for movers and uh keen and grafton you know neither of them are are particularly outstanding from a population standpoint Uh, keen i think is like the seventh most popular city in new hampshire fifth sixth or seventh something like that and then grafton is just a little town uh but they both have really great PR behind them because some of the most visible civil disobedience activists have made the move to these areas, uh, the outside the system people. And, you know, despite the Politico's objections, the outside the system stuff just is sexier. It gets more attention. It gets more news. And uh, and so kind of Grafton and Keene are, are two of the hot spots. Uh, and so, so, Jason, you're going to be involved in something that's going to be kicking off this weekend Hopefully, That's I don't right. know. Should we should we talk about this? Let's do it. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm I'm excited. Uh, so I've been in New Hampshire for um, about three months and in Grafton for two of those months. And at first, I thought I was going to be traveling the state and just exploring all the different areas. But um, the mechanic for uh, the motorhome, uh, you know, said, uh, "Yeah, go ahead and hook up to water and uh, electrical and, and sewer." And then you know we got to you know liking each other, and, and he just said, uh, "You guys can stay here." And he's uh, also interested in getting people who are um, going to be, you know, um, good residents, people who are going to be active in the community. And so um, we started what we call Agorist Acres, and uh, it's it's an RV park. And I talked to Pete and Adam about this when we were on the road for Motorhome Diaries, and it was just a dream. I didn't think I was going to be able to uh, make it happen so quickly. But um, uh, Antigone Darling, who has been uh, helping uh, get Pete and Adam out of jail today, uh, she lives up there. Uh, and she has a motor home, and uh, I bought myself a uh, uh, travel trailer built in 1955. Oh my! Um, 
And it's like it's kind of like an airstream, but uh, it keeps it, the, it, the the water off, and, and that's about it, right? Well, no, I mean it's it, it's it's comfortable. We'll see how it is in the winter, but uh, so uh, she and I are there. The uh, Peter and Lori Bossy are there, um, and they were on Liberty Caravan with us. And they moved from California out here right. uh, earlier. So you guys now the, the irony about this Agarist Acres, this kind of outside the system Agarist Acres, is that you guys had to make an agreement with the property owner in order to live there, right? Um. No, actually, um, no, you get know, right on that mic too. By the way, some some people uh, vote on the property and and some don't. But oh, really? uh, and I know Mark and I have had discussions. Because I heard that you had to, I heard that you had to agree to vote in order to live there. Uh, not necessarily. No. Okay. No. Some people had to agree to vote, from what I understand. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Uh, all right, all right, all right. But, uh, but anyway, uh, in, in Grafton, there's a thousand people, so votes actually do make a difference there. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't believe I'm hearing this. This is the conversation that we had. <laughs> yeah, you guys were kind of uh, at loggerheads for a little while over this issue. But uh, so, um, so I cast my first vote um, a couple oh, of weeks ago. Oh, so you ago. did vote. I'd vote it. I, I okay. will vote. Okay. Yeah, and because uh, I want to support the politicos that are out there. Um, because I, here's my mission in uh, in Grafton. I want to look at that budget and line by line, I want to start competing directly with it because I want to be a good ag- uh, agorist and I want uh, other agorists to go to Grafton um, and possibly live at ag- agorist acres. But um, line by line, we can compete directly with the government. We're going to build a better library than the than the town has. We're gonna, we might start a volunteer road crew already before I even move there. There's a volunteer ambulance, um, which a lot of uh, free staters are a part of. Wow, that's um, great. Yeah, and so we're just going to keep doing this. The uh, I mean, it's a small town. There, there aren't many paved roads in Grafton because the town uh, people don't want to pay for them. So there's already a nice climate of liberty, and we have some all-stars there. Uh, Mike Barsky just uh, bought some property called uh, Grafton Gulch. And every Monday and Wednesday, you can go to a free market. It's like a free uh, flea market, but um, obviously it's uh, it's, it's agorist in nature, so uh, you don't have to worry about uh, pesky sales taxes or uh, or regulations like that. There's also um, you know Russell Canyon and Cat Canyon that are there. Um, Those are two of the earliest movers. I mean, we got to be careful when we're just naming names because people are listening; they don't know who we're talking about. Russell and Cat are two of the earliest movers to New Hampshire. Uh, they were some of the influences on me as far as why I chose to come here and why I specifically chose to come to Keene because initially they had lived here in Keene and uh, they were doing civil disobedience here and they were putting the videos online and I saw those and I thought, oh my gosh, this is where I have to be. I mean, you can do politics, no problem anywhere, but but uh, the, to be around people that were doing that level of, uh, of civil disobedience, it was really encouraging uh, for me. And I looked up to that, and that's one of the reasons why I made the move here. You know, and this is what I have uh, was hoping all along with the um, with the outside the system and the inside the system activists is that they come to some kind of meeting of the minds. And it doesn't have to be this particular meeting of the minds, but something where they're getting along. And it seems to be happening more and more. There was initially a schism, and I think that that's healing up. I think you're right about that. And we saw evidence of that over the weekend at the Porcupine Freedom Festival where there was a supposed debate between the uh, the outside the system and the inside the system on the marijuana issue. Ended up not being much of a debate, more of like a, a back padding session uh, where people were m- mutually appreciative of one another. And I think that's great. Uh, and here you are, Jason, after having a... Uh a fairly heated conversation with Mark. It was really mostly off the air that you guys were having this discussion. Yeah, this right? was this was at a, uh, at, at a local bar here in in, in Keene, and we were talking about it. And you know about I, voting, right? About- and and the, the the thing is, is you're talking about a hair's breadth difference. I don't believe that voting, by and large amounts to anything when you're talking about a you know from a statistical standpoint what 
difference does it make who I voted for for president? I Here, listeners, I'll magically give you back your vote. And now you can go place it in whatever column you want. And then you can see whether your vote makes a difference or not. Because the fact is, in your state where the Electoral College, you know, the Electoral College votes were separated by tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of votes. So your vote, whether you change it or leave it the same or whatever, didn't matter. Sorry. Um, So I I think that voting really only um, amounts to anything on the very local, most local of levels. And I think that in that in there in those areas that it it makes some amount of difference sometimes. However, I went to my town meeting um, last March and there were many, uh, you know, items that were voted on where everybody goes, yay. And then my little voice going, nay. You know, I, you know I, so I'm one guy voting against a, a room of 250 or 300 people or whatever. So you know, so the the one voice can make a difference over it time can. Uh, when when you bring more of them together. And it's great to see people coming together like that. Let's go to the phones. Actually, we've got uh, long distance uh, international call here. Slovenia, Mi- Slovakia, rather. Mike is on the line. Mike, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, yeah, it's Mike, the guy who still doesn't have any citizenship. Uh, Jason, I wanted to tell you, man, Agorist Acres, God, you got to get me. Across the Canadian border in a bear costume next year, I swear. <laughs> oh, Adam and I like to talk about a moose costume because you can fit two people in there. And, uh, yeah, we're all over it. Just let me know when and where. Uh, with Adam? <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure Adam would love that. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later offline. Um, the so other thing, a- I, I wanted to respond to the, uh, the advertising on – or not the advertising, but rather the news that preceded this segment. Uh, Robert Byrd and his supporters rust in pieces. I couldn't be happier that this reprobate Neanderthal thug has passed away. It's not a cause for celebration, of course, that a man has died, but... At least he's out of control. Yeah, it's it's hard to you know for for me to come come to grips when I, when I think about somebody a, a politician like this who's uh, essentially died in office, which means that there are vote there are tyrannical votes that he had yet to make, and um, rest assured like someone will make them in his stead. Indeed, but you know I, I can't disagree. Hey, uh, Mike, did you have more you wanted to share tonight? Yeah, absolutely. Hang on, we'll bring you back here all the way from Slovakia. Mike is on the line with us here. Uh, we'll talk to him, the stateless man. He's uh, renounced all citizenship and is uh, still out there. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Stouffer's. Let's Fix Dinner. Find dinner ideas to bring your family together at the table at letsfixdinner.com. Juggling schedules so that everyone eats together can be tough. Try starting with one family dinner a week, whenever you can fit it in. Take turns picking the meal and have everyone pitch in. Working together will bring your family closer, even if it is just once a week. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. up anything just dial in toll free take control of the airwaves bring up whatever's on your mind 800-259-9231 then it brought to you by SACL CAI 1-800-259-9231 you can join us online at freetalklive.com we give you the features free 
So enjoy those. Again, freetalklive.com. And those features include stuff like our uh, webcam. You can go and watch the show, listen to the show, and interact because our chat room is built into the same page, cam.freetalklive.com. The cam, by the way, brought to you by memorydealers.com. Again, that's cam.freetalklive.com. What do you think the future holds as far as the economy goes here in the United States? You think it's going to be good? Do you think that you'd be better off with some precious metals, silver, yes. gold? That's my opinion. I'm asking questions for people to answer in their own minds. If your answers are yes, that you think that gold and silver are good ideas to have as either a hedge against inflation, investment, barter currency, any variety of reasons, uh, we have – I have collected uh, at freetalklive uh, – excuse me, at gold.freetalklive.com – a bunch of different coins that I feel are sort of the, the simple coins that people need in order to get precious metals in their hands. We're not talking about numismatic coins for investment purposes. Maybe they'll go up. Maybe they'll go down. Numismatic meaning collector coins. Um, these are these are intended to get precious metals into the hands of listeners of Free Talk Live and to do it at the very, very best rates that we could come up with. We've teamed up with Midas Resources, our syndicate there at, uh, at Genesis Communications Network. And come up with these coins. It's gold.freetalklive.com. All right. As we continue here, uh, we've got Jason Talley joining us from the CD Evolution Fund here tonight, uh, cdevolution.org, as we uh, continue to talk to Mike in Slovakia, the stateless man. Uh, And actually, I think a number of us uh, consider ourselves stateless as, I don't know if you saw, Mike, but at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, the Shire Society Declaration was signed by what appeared to be about, I don't know, at least 50 people, maybe more than that, uh, essentially people declaring their independence. So you uh, you are not alone. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that's going to be like, you know, more than 200 by next week and 1,000 uh, at least in a couple of months. But, uh, you know... It's probably going to take a little while. Got to get it online. Yeah, honestly, it's probably going to take a little while. Ian, as as you said about the document, you know, like, we can sign papers and pretend that it means something. (laughs) Yeah. I love it, but it's it's not going to ultimately be a protection against the people who are going to – Use their their power or their oh no well when has piece of, when has a piece of paper out. ever protected yeah. anybody from anything I mean clearly the, uh, the the Shire Society Declaration isn't meant as protection it's only meant as a declaration but it's a mindset also no, yeah. I mean if people sign something it makes it more real that they're free and we're all members of the Shire Society so I mean already in New Hampshire we have each other's backs but I think it'll be uh, more meaningful. So what no, and I, and I love it. And you guys uh, who created the text have boiled it down to the uh, the essential elements. I mean, I I just wanted to say that uh, Jason, uh, regarding Pete and uh, Adam's arrest, uh, I'm very happy that they're out of jail. Uh, it's completely messed up uh, what happened there. Uh, it, it, it's not that this is exceptionally messed up in America anymore, but well. I notice it because I'm connected to you and to them. Uh, but the other thing that I wanted to mention was this uh, this Internet kill switch yeah. idea, uh, which was discussed about 20 minutes ago. You know, the, the, the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, the idea was stated uh, 15, 20 years ago. The Internet looks at government interference and routes around it as damage. Uh, there are probably 50 people in the United States who have the ultimate authority over what the Internet does. These are not politicians. These are not CEOs. These are not corporate managers. These are network engineers. These are geeks. 
These are freedom-loving people who look at Slashdot and XKCD every day, and they are going to determine what the policies are. So when the order comes down, shut down the Internet, guess what? Some percentage of those are going to rebel. I hope so. Good. And uh, Mike knows what he's talking about. I mean, he has his website, nostate.com, but also he helped uh, Motorhome Diaries uh, with our website when we were on the road. So uh, he's an Internet pro. Aren't you one of the bloggers over at uh, Free Agents as well, Mike? Uh, I happen to own the domain name. and No, actually, Jason owns the domain name, but I, I own the website. FR3. Jason's supposed to move the content someday. <laughs> it's uh, fr33agents.com. Hey, Mike, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. In fact, one of my producers uh, sent me an interview between Leo Laporte, who is one of the most popular podcast guys out there. I mean, the, the Twit podcast is tremendously uh, He's popular. on the radio, too, now. Yep, and, well, he's been on the radio for a long time, okay. actually, from uh, since before podcasts. But anyway, Leo interviewing a guy named Steve Gibson. I'm not sure who he is, but he seems to know his stuff when it comes to uh, tech. And Leo points out, that they ask, uh, he asked him about the, uh, the, ki- the so-called Internet kill switch. Uh, and Steve says, well, first of all, it's not possible... Excuse me, this is apparently uh, their, their co-host on, on the, sh- the show. Uh, the show is Security Now. So the show is about Internet security, that sort of thing. Steve says, first of all, it's not possible. The Internet isn't somewhere. It's not in Virginia or somewhere. It's inherently distributed. So he's, uh, so, and this is, I'm inserting all of his words here. So I mean, and it's like distributed fabulously to make it so robust and resilient against accidental problems. So first of all, that's not what the so-called Protecting Cyberspace as a National Asset Act does. The only thing, and I looked at it carefully because I was curious what it was that legislatively had just happened. The only thing I could really see was that there were some formalization of presidential authority to ask or, you know, compel private internet providers to do the right thing, the sort of stuff they would probably do anyway. Like, I mean, if there were some sort of cyber attack, you'd expect the major backbone people from a technical standpoint, if it was the right thing to do, and I don't even know what that means because it would be a function of what the nature of the cyber attack was. But, for example, if there was some major denial of service flood pouring into the country and we weren't able to block it effectively, well, the individual inlets could simply pull their transatlantic Atlantic plugs and just say, okay, we're just going to deny all incoming traffic into the U.S. Now, that's not something that the White House can flip a switch and have happen because these are all privately owned and privately run. But the president did get sort of the formal power to formally ask private Internet backbone providers to do the right thing. Uh, So that's really all it was. I mean, I suppose technically, if you really needed to, you could wire up some sort of master switch. But what it would have to do would be somehow literally insert itself between every incoming feed into the nation and Come on. The government's so, not going to be able to do that. So this is either um, the, the either the name of it, the Internet Kill Switch, was um, e- either a politician coming up with, with some silly name yeah. or some conspiracy theorist types coming up with some silly name. Or the media just or the, calling Or, or the media, uh, the conspiracy theorists in the media. Um, well, the media just they doesn't... They all the same. I think it's probably more like the media and the politicians. One or the other, they don't really understand technology, so that they just called it that because that was their understanding of it. Uh, and he says, and then, of course, the problem is how you keep that from being flipped inadvertently. That would, of course, become a huge hacker target. Uh, it's like, oh, let's go get control of the Internet kill switch and take the U.S. off the Internet. So, again, if they actually did have that power, then it would be incredibly devastating to the United States and the, the world economy just by taking people offline. And what this uh, this guy is saying here is that it's, it's just not even possible. So, uh, basically, they'll be able to go and ask these Internet service providers to pull the plug, but they don't... 
they're not going to. I, I wouldn't think they would do that. I mean, that's an incredible loss of business for them. And what good would it serve them? How would that help them to uh, to pull the plug off their connections to the world? It would silly. So anyway, this guy's saying it's not possible. 800-259-9231. No worries. You can take control of the airwaves here. Bring up whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We'll give you all the features there for free. So enjoy those on us. And those features include the news updates. You get signed up and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to uh, news.freetalklive.com to get signed up for free. You can get our emailed updates. You can follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, head over to news.freetalklive.com. And take the startpage.com's seven-day challenge. For seven days, use startpage.com instead of your big brother search engine that you've been using for so long. And you can experience the difference. You'll get search results aggregated from 12 major search engines, but unlike your old search engine, you'll have complete privacy in your search. And if you use the proxy link that comes up beneath every single one of these searches, and that's a service you normally pay for on the Internet, uh, you'll have privacy when you search the website. You can start the seven-day challenge today at startpage.com. Toll-free number again, 800-259-9231. Right into your phone calls we go. Ladies first. Andrea is in Texas. By the way, Jason Talley is here with us from cdevolution.org. Andrea, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, yes. Andrea. This is Andrea. Andrea, what's on your mind tonight? Yes, um, I'm just I'm tired of the lies through the media. Every time I turn on the TV and the news is on, I just hear a bunch of junk. And um, <clears throat> I want to know, how do I wake up the people in my community? What can I do to organize something so we can watch some documentaries, listening to, listen to some real media? How can you wake people up, Jason? I would uh, suggest starting a community community radio station and uh, having it stream the uh, Liberty Radio Network. That's uh, LRN.FM. I think there's one in Keene. And uh, where else? There was one. It's off the air right now. I don't know if it's going to be coming back or what the plan is with that. It's not my station, so I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I think that's a fine idea, Jason. I think starting up uh, your own radio station is a good way to get the word out to people because it's it's relatively low cost. You don't have to um, have video equipment or anything like that. When you get into the world of video, you're looking at some significantly increased costs. So that's definitely a good way to do something. Uh, old-fashioned flyering is always a, a good way to get the word out uh, to, to people. You go to a place where a lot of people are, like a concert or some sort of a, a gathering, and you know, hand them out, hand out some information to them. There's always that. Uh, what is it that you want to wake people up to? I'm just curious. Just um, the New World Order. A lot oh. of people aren't familiar with the term. They don't know yeah. nothing about it. They're like, hey. What is that? What is the new world order? Tell, tell me what that means. What's the new world order? The new world order where the government is 
organizing to have a one-world government. Hmm. Now, uh, so you believe that all the governments in the world are going to combine into one? Yes. Hmm. And what uh, what evidence do you have that that's the case? Well, I've been watching several documentaries by Alex Jones, ah, okay. and I've been taking notes, and I've been doing my own research. And it just, it all points to one thing, and uh, reflected on history also. Now, look, I think that uh, it's certainly the case that there are some people in the world that would like to combine governments together and, and have one big overarching world government. But I don't think it's very realistic to believe that all of them are going to come on board. I mean, you realize that you're talking about people who are in search of power. And if right now they have a tremendous amount of power over one geographic region, why would somebody who, say, is uh, is ruling over, you know, fill-in-the-blank country, Madagascar, for instance, uh, why is the, the, the person who's ruling over uh, Niger going to want to join up and essentially relinquish his power to some sort of international organization? Well, most of the time, these the smaller people... It wouldn't be done by voluntarily. It would be more done by force, as it has been done through history, military-type force. And um, so, so you're saying know, that just, you're saying that some of the countries, the big countries in the world, will then go and take over by force all of the little countries that don't want to go along with the uh, the plan. Yes. How'd that work in Iraq? How did, how did it work, or yeah. how does it How work? is it working in Iraq, the whole takeover thing? Well, we only know what they want us to know about what's really just going on in Iraq. So, I mean, we can't really just go by that, because you, as you know, and as a lot of other people know, the media is very diluted. The people that really want to, want to speak out are scared to speak out, and the little few people that do speak out aren't listened to. Mm. Well, How do we really just know what's really going on? Well, Andrea, so you're talking about uh, stopping one world government, but what are you doing to uh, stop, uh, you know, the uh, tyrannical government that uh, we experience all the time, the, the government that uh, Pete and Adam faced uh, when they were in Massachusetts for just simply video recording? I mean, you know, shouldn't we stop that? Well, I want to wake up people to that, too. Also, you know, small protests, the, the freedom of speech being zoned, I mean, it's just it's all the small things that add up to big things, and that's just in everyday world. Things happen small, and people overlook them, but it's a group of small things that amount to bigger things. Right, and that's why yeah. we should stop it and right it's now. Just, everybody needs to be woken up to smaller things, bigger things, all the things that are going on other than what's on, you know, TV and who's going to win the game and, you know, all the all the things that are set up to blind the people from what's really going on. Our liberties are being taken away. Andrea, I I do not disagree with what you're saying, um, but I guess I'm kind of... You know, when it comes to this whole one world government thing, you have to kind of spend a lot of time proving it to people. Do you understand? It, you, know, you make the claim, well, the, the, the politicians want to create one world government. And then you, if the person is, uh, is dubious and skeptical, then you have to spend a lot of time, you know, researching. Go, tell, tell, go research this, read this book, da, 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 in order to convince them. And then some of them are going to be convinced and some of them aren't. 
But one thing that isn't difficult to prove to them is that the state that we currently have is tyrannical. And you can show them, you know, instance after instance of uh, of, of rather than uh, than trying to uncover the dark, nefarious workings of uh, of a few uh, very wealthy men that may want to control the world. It's it's a heck of a lot easier to show the the in fact out in the bright light workings of the police state and, uh, you know, the, the extraordinarily expensive government that we have that spends all all kinds of money that no one asked and and uh you know when i also think about one world government i think you know the the same people that worry about one world government want to take back the constitution generally and you know i think that the whole federal if if one world government is a bad idea then isn't one nation government a bad idea i believe that government period is a bad idea good i'm, I'm with, with you, you andrew i'm <laughs> with you I, so I the think, people can't govern themselves. What, what, what happened to that? I, I think that people should be governing, governing themselves, and I think that that's what generally happens on a day-in, day-out basis. That's why we have overall in the world a lot of peace, because people do govern themselves very effectively, and they do interact with one another on a voluntary basis. And I share Mark's uh, concerns here. I, I We've had Alex Jones on this program before, and we've talked to him about strategy and and uh, and, and the message of what it is we're saying versus what it is that he's saying. And it's one of the, the big areas of, of disagreement. I mean, I, I appreciate the things that he talks about when it comes to, like, the police state, because I think he's dead on accurate with that. I just think that uh, it, I think that a lot of the things that he talks about involve speculation. And I know that you can get, like, statements from the, the world elites, like the David Rockefellers and all that, saying things about exterminating people and, you know, and, and forming one world governments and all that. And I know that there are people out there that want to do those things. I believe that to be the, uh, the truth. But I don't find it to be expedient to uh, to attempt to spread that particular word, as Mark was saying, it's far more difficult to get people to come on board with those ideas because they're based on speculation. Oh, well, they want to form a one-world government. Well, what about all the countries that don't want to form the one-world government? Well, what are they going to do? They're going to say no. Well, you said they're going to invade. Well, that didn't work too well in Iraq and Afghanistan. How's it going to work on a worldwide basis? It's not. Uh, so it's just not even going to be possible because you have all of these different competing thugs. I mean, essentially, these uh, the people that are in charge of the governments of these countries are are the head thugs, and these guys, for the most part, aren't going to want to give up their their control. So I mean, I've already kind of poked holes in that, and that's why I fo- uh, you know focus on what's happening, focus on the tyranny that's happening now, and focus on what you're talking about, where where people uh, self govern and, and getting people into that mindset and bringing them up here to New Hampshire. So uh, all that aside, starting your own radio station is always a good idea to get the word out. Thanks for the call tonight, and uh, more coming up. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves, even in these remaining moments. There's enough time for your call. 800 259 9231. The SACL CAI toll free line 1 800 259 9231. You can join us online. Freetalklive.com is the place to go. The features there we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Hey, by the way, the main feature of the website actually allows you to influence the stuff we'll talk about on these airwaves. You can go there, get registered, uh, get signed up. Free accounts, by the way, all the features there we give away. Uh, but it allows you to actually submit show prep suggestions to the show. So somebody sent me an email, uh, I think, yesterday. Oh, you guys should talk about this. Well, thanks for the suggestion, but we don't accept e- email show prep suggestions anymore because we've got this fancy new website that actually 
allows you to submit your suggestion, whether it's a blog post or a news article or a video or whatever it is you see online. In fact, you can even just type your own up if you want to on our website. So you submit that. It pops up on the site. Other listeners can then look at it and then decide if they like or dislike it. And there's a little plus button and a minus button, and you click whichever one uh, based on how you feel about the, the submission. And then the most liked of the uh, the items on the site in a certain window of time will be promoted to the top page, uh, to the uh, front page and the top of our website, meaning we are more likely to see it when we're looking around for stuff to talk about on the air. And so, we do use the website as show prep. We do. And I mean tonight we've been loaded down with uh, with guests and phone calls, but, uh, but there's interesting stuff there right now uh, a police officer caught stopping latinos and stealing money from their wallets i mean that's right there on the front page uh always good stuff there at freetalklive.com and it's thanks to listeners like you you're you are the people who have created the content for our website so without our listeners there'd be nothing on our site and thank you in advance for going there and doing that uh again freetalklive.com allows you to influence the stuff we talk about here you know, um, I wanted to talk about the uh, the last call we had briefly and sort of uh, the idea of uh, conspiracy theories and, and educating the public and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, I'm not going to talk about the validity or the, you know, the uh, how, um, you know, I'm not going to talk about the validity of any of these stories, uh, whether the, you know, there's a one world go- people, an elite of organization trying to create a one world government or anything like that. I'm sure there probably is. What I want to talk about is sort of what people, uh, you know, the normal the average folks kind of judge and assess in their in their minds and i think that you'll i think you find that you know people will sort of write other folks off very quickly that uh it's it's difficult to communicate these messages because people will say crazy 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 in their mind and they, they won't listen to anything else you say mm-hmm. and i'd like to give an example from my life um, I had a contractor out at my house who was uh, he was actually helping me put up uh, retention walls, and um, the the guys we somehow or another we got on the conversation of flying cars, you know George Jetson kind of situation. I said, "Look, flying cars have been around for decades. Um, it's the FAA that'll keeps flying cars from happening. It's not like the technology isn't there." Mm-hmm. And the guy said, oh, "I think you need your head examined." Wow, pretty honest of him. Well, yeah, the guy and had I had talked um, more than you know. I mean, he'd been in contact with me um, more than once, and I'm like, no, no, just look it up. the The Molner Air Car, M O L What you M O L L E R Molner M- Air Car. Okay, whatever. Sky Car, actually. All right, and um, you know, I, I I said look it up, and and uh, you know, he can do that, and I'm sure that it would come up if I if he wrote it in that way, the way that I spelled it for him, but. Um, you know, be that as it may, you're just talking about a piece of technology that has been around that they've been trying to get through the FAA here for a few decades, and they've been you know stonewalled forever for whatever reason. And the guy thought I was crazy. I mean, we're not talking about me trying to educate him on uh, you know a an elite group of people that meet on an annual basis at a uh, luxury hotel somewhere around the world with a you know really great security or in the woods with an owl statue, right? Or you know and and uh, you know bow down to an owl statue and and they want to rule the world and that they're you know they're uh, using the World By Bank the way, and the Council about- Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, uh, you know the the Illuminati. You know, the the story gets bigger and more bizarre as it branches out i'm not even saying it's not true i wouldn't know but (laughs) but you're dealing here with with somebody who at least has uh, years of research mark just do the research years of education on on this story and uh, but the average person you have moments with 
if you can well, show that's why them you've got to push DVDs news, on them and books and DVDs if you can and, show them a, a news story, however, that just shows, look, this is what the feet on the ground. This is what's happening. People are being arrested in the United States for doing photography. Do you think that it's right that people are arrested for doing photography? Do you think photography in the freest nation in the world? It's not, by the way. Uh, the freest nation in the world is okay? Because it's not. No, I, I can't imagine too many people would say that. Yeah, you probably shouldn't be out there. Uh, yeah, I mean, Some just, people will think you shouldn't be out there uh, filming, say, nuclear submarines. But your local police station? Just take, think of all the stuff that you have to push on these people. If you're one of the conspiracy theory promoters, I mean, there's always... This video and this video and this video and then there's you know this book and this website and this website and you've got you've got to do your research you've got to do your research this this mantra of the uh, the conspiracy theorist out get the there word out. is that uh, well I've done all this research and so I know well with a good liberty book you get it in one book right I mean you if you if you've got somebody that likes to read you, and uh, maybe they're coming from a more caring uh, liberal persuasion you recommend to them uh, Dr Mary Ruart's Healing Our World I mean if you're if you're a liberal and you read that book and you still support government. You didn't read the book. I mean, that, that book is so persuasive. I actually uh, contacted Dr. Ruart, and I ordered uh, tw- a whole case of them, actually, for the purpose of selling them at a discount and getting them into people's hands, just because I think it's that good. Uh, I think that if you've got a powerful message, as we do, it can be relayed in a much shorter order of time without all this proofing and uh, all of the uh, you know the research that the yeah. conspiracy theorists are Complicated works, simple. I mean, excuse me, simple, simple works. Complicated doesn't. Right. And, you know, these uh, conspiracy theorists, they really want to um, you know, tell you about chemtrails or uh, extermination of the population like Alex Jones does in Endgame. But uh, they will not give up on the idea of government. You know, they, mm. they, 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 we need better government. You know, um, maybe they want limited government, but uh, they won't reject the, uh, the idea that the government is a uh, coercive institution like uh, many of the uh, voluntarists. And, uh, and, uh, or they'll propose, they'll propose some insidious uh, plot like, you know, the 9-11 thing, and then they'll propose that the government investigate itself. Like, we demand an investigation. Well, run by whom? Well, the government. You mean the very same government you believe is taken over by the elites and uh, their total control? The good, the good people in the government. Right. Yeah. We can reform it, right? Well, and, and you know, the, the other sort of inconsistency that I see is this nation uh, that uh, the United States has grown into. It was supposed to be a sort of a, a, a just a, a small federation of states in order to, you know, deal with trade and, and uh, things like that. But it has grown to the point that it is essentially a super state over these states. Uh, when the federal government says jump, all of the 50 states say how high as quickly as they possibly can. Um, it's no longer a state of states. It is is you know some some minor designations uh, amongst the super state and the uh, you know the the th- the problem that i have with this is the people that are worried about one world government they don't seem to care that we have one this this giant nation this huge huge yeah. government um that we currently have and i i'm not saying they don't want to shrink it but they don't want and you're to talking generally there are people in their yep. movement that do care but... I, I i think the united states federal government needs to to go away it Let's is not providing uh, us citizens with anything john's been waiting patiently in columbus listening to wais john you're on free talk live John? Yes, hi. Uh, thank you for uh, taking my call. I'm a new listener, and I'm, uh, it's, a, it's very refreshing to hear people on the radio that aren't uh, frothing at the mouth. Uh, so <laughs> thank you for, uh, for that. Thanks for being there. I What's on your to, mind tonight? I wanted to return to the topic of civil disobedience, and I wanted to uh, have you help me understand what is, um, how do you differentiate between things where civil disobedience is the appropriate path versus just working through the legislature? 
because typically, uh, historically, civil disobedience seems to be justified in situations where people are disenfranchised. But I haven't heard of, of uh, too many people um, clamoring, saying, hey, I can't vote, uh, I don't have a voice. Uh, and I think if people really were, then you'd start to see a lot of federal agents show up and do a lot of investigations and make sure that people do get a vote. So what what kind of, uh, what's the justification for civil disobedience? And what do you mean by that? What kind of scenarios are we talking about? I can't speak for everybody, but I will speak for myself and why I think civil disobedience is important. And uh, I'm trying to live a moral life. And uh, a lot of times government gets in the way of that. Uh, they will... Uh, uh, try to steal my money to pay for things that I, I morally disagree with, like war and bailouts, etc. So, if I'm going to do the right thing, I have to say no to this. And um, you know, in New Hampshire, when I moved here, um, that's why I want to work with the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund because I want to support those people, those good people that are saying no to bad laws. I would answer that by saying that if voting changed anything, it'd be illegal. Uh, I don't think – I think that on a very local level, as we discussed earlier tonight, voting could make – can make a difference. We've seen some examples of the political system working, albeit slowly, here in New Hampshire. But in general, uh, your vote means nothing. Uh, certainly at the federal level, it is useless. And so the idea that voting is somehow going to change anything significantly is ludicrous. And I think that over time, that's been bo- borne out by the fact that all kinds of people voted for Republicans saying small government this, small government that, and all you get is bigger government year after year. I wish we had more time to talk to you. Call us tomorrow night. We can get into uh, detail on this because we are flat out of time for tonight. Uh, it's been Ian with you. And Jason. And Mark. Don't forget to visit Jason and over at uh, cdevolution.org and get on board. We've got uh, monthly contributions. You can throw some money in a pot as well. It's a uh, great website. We'll see you tomorrow night. Freetalklive.com. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com.